You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 37 of the Corpus Cast. I'm Mike, and I am looking at one sexy mother after. Why don't you introduce yourself, son? Well, I'm Shane, and I'm a Capricorn, or a, oh. a, a, a Aquarius. So you had a little bit of, uh, I mean, you, you didn't really know what you were. Is it because it just barely changed? You, you know that all those signs just changed, Yeah, right? they all changed. Huh? They're all weird now. My, I'm the same. I'm Leo, okay? Leo! Yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm Aquarius still, I think. Do you know that Leo? That's what I have stamp tramped on my back. <laughs> oh. I wonder when that happened. How many stamp tramps? Like the uh, girls were like, "Oh, fudge!" <laughs> tramp you know. stamp. Oh, what did call, I say? Stamp it, tramp? No, we're calling it stamp tramps. But did, that, is that what I just right. called it? That's what I called it, and that's oh. what you called it. Well, we're, well, okay. Well, you know what? Listen, that's fine with me because sure. you know what? We do things our own way here at the Corpse Cast, and it's not going to change, baby. Yeah, it's a stamp. It's tramp, not going to. So stamp up. tramp, all you people out right. there. Dude, so what's been going on? Man, not much. Really? Same same week other than I crashed my work truck. You oh, know I'm a yeah, yeah, truck yeah. driving son of a bitch. You, you know what's funny, people? He crashed his truck into, what what do you call it, the awning at yeah, the gas station? I, I guess I didn't crash the truck, but sure. the box of the truck, I banged really, really good. That's where a young man, Mike Cadaver, had yeah. his first job, yeah. scrubbing potatoes. I, I what are the chances of that? Yeah, scrubbing what those the taters. Scrubbing the taters, taking out the garbage cans. You busted up my shit there. Yeah. Even I, even though it's 30 years later, not 30, I, like I, 25. I banged it up real good. It's all right, because the same guy doesn't want it. Whatever. real good. Dude, yeah. that's good, though. Man. Other than that, yeah, it's good, I guess, but uh, that's it. I, I, had, I, I mean, I don't want to go off on it or anything, yeah. but I probably had the best week this week, uh, the best week that I've had in a year. I mean, it was such a great really? week, Really? In the entire year, this yes. is the best week you've had? Well, it kicked off with the Twins of Evil tour, and then just oh, worked. Oh, tell me death. about that. You know what? It's funny. Did uh, did Dangly Nuts, uh, <laughs> Marilyn Manson, did he show his ass cheeks? Okay. Did he rip a Book of Mormon up? What did he do? Did he do anything that was angsty? Here's the thing. And I'm still relevant? Um, it's We had lawn tickets at USANA Amphitheater. Right. So we were far away, dude. You know, what's funny is usually, I mean, when we went to Iron Maiden there, um, the grass seemed packed, right? Yeah. The grass wasn't that packed. So, I mean, we had, to, we, we had plenty of room to dick around and whatever. And I went with Brian Tow Truck and, uh, Hammockus Brian. Yeah. And my sister and her boyfriend. Yeah. We had a freaking great time, man. So could you hear the songs clearly? Oh yeah, the, the the sound wasn't a problem. It was just so far away that it was tough to see. So I mean, you couldn't. He could have been. He could have been ripped up. Or... Yeah, he could have been ripping up all sorts of sacred texts, and we I wouldn't have even known. Sure. So, yeah. but it's uh, too far away. But and I'll tell you what, though, Rob Zombie. I should have brought my binoculars. Is what I should have done. Yeah. There were free tickets. You know, we we got the free yeah, but tickets. did he play that trailer for? Uh, oh oh no, movie? he didn't. He didn't play that. Oh. But 
but I mean, he did. We did. I mean, it was awesome. It, it, he still had all the video shows going. He had the fire, the pyrotechnics. Yeah. He had that like robot monster guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. I mean, from he, the uh, uh, drag, uh, drag, Dragula video. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember, but but maybe I'll tell you what. I mean, if the show was so good. The visual show was so good that it's like. Uh, it got me listening to some of his stuff again. I mean, I was really pumped. We should put an album on the uh, on the list. So I Rob agree. Zombie Let's do it. Let's do Dude, that. I saw Rob Zombie at Salt Air. Oh, yeah. And I kid you not when I say that was the most people I have ever seen at Salt Air. Oh, really? Cars were parking on that overpass freeway. Because that's got a lot of parking there, yeah. man. That's got a. You know what? It was packed. That's a. First of all, that's a great place to have a, a concert. I love Salt Air because it's right out there on the on the Great Salt Lake. You know that there's a, a circus of. Oh shoot, was it Circus of Horror was filmed there, back oh, in the really? day? Yeah, it's a, it's actually a public domain movie. You can go check it out. Circus of Horror. I was a Circus of Horror. Oh my gosh, I can't remember, but it's awesome. Any, no, it was something like that. I'll I'll have to look. That it is up. a creepy little spot out there, though. Oh, there's it, something that's kind of creepy about it. Die monster die. One night at Devil's Rock video uh-huh. out there. At oh no way. Yeah. Okay, because that yeah that's you you guys don't have a ton of videos. Is that the one with the hot blonde in it mm-hmm. and all that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I can buy that. Yeah, yeah that's um, Megadeth's coming there December first. Yeah, I, I want to go. Let's go. I mean, me and my sister's gonna come again. We had a good time, man. It was it was fun just hanging out there and hanging with sis and the boyfriend. Well, you know, and cool. it's funny because it's not like we're like totally close. Yeah, you know, but it, you know, it's good to, to anything to, that can get you close to sis after you know, all these years. And it and it's so funny because it, it's. Uh, me and my sister, we without talking to each other, we moved out to where we live now, and we only live six blocks away from each other. And we didn't plan that or anything. It's right. just, it's just funny how similar Kismet. we are. Well, and, and the more and the more we hang out, the more I, how similar I realize we are. And it's just yeah, weird. all that time growing up and whatnot, where you're like, kiss my ass, and yeah, get exactly, out of here pulling her hair and stuff, and yeah. then you go. <laughs> I kind of like you. She's okay. Yeah, she's You're oh, right. she's really cool. And you know what? Finally, she she has a boyfriend. I guess she's been dating him for a while, but he's finally really cool. It was really weird though because um, Marilyn Manson is uh, you know he was doing his whole hi I'm I'm kind of like a, a Nazi type of guy. Yeah, he know? didn't grab his balls or anything. Well, maybe look at my penis. Maybe he or... did. I don't know. I didn't see it. But then we started talking. I go, you know, and he started bringing up like like uh, man, you know. I wonder if that guy's really a Nazi or something, just kind of joking around, whatever. Yeah. And he did like the whole Heil Hitler thing, but he's yeah. a black guy. So it was, it was just always oh, really, a black. That yeah, was really weird seeing a black guy do a Heil Hitler. I don't, I mean, I don't know what that is. Whatever. Yeah. He's an awesome dude. We had a great time. Sweet. What are you going to do? Well, what's his name? Devel? Lewis. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. that's cool. No, man. one, I you, mean, you, you want to hear one thing that's really. So you can say now, I don't hate black people. I, I never know did. a black person. Dude, oh my God. You know when white people say that, though? They always say, I'm not racist. I, I, have, black, I have a black no, friend. No, listen, I'm not racist. You want to know why I'm not racist? Because why? I'm not racist. That's why. Yeah. Okay. It's, that it's, has nothing to do with that. Isn't I know it a, weird? Because no, it's I that do. simple. It's stupid. It's yeah. really that simple. I'm not racist because I'm not racist. Absolutely. How do you like them beans? There you go. And you know what's funny too is uh, there was one embarrassing moment. I guess I totally missed one of my sister's boyfriends who also was a black guy, and his name was Oh Yaron. You missed like uh, the new boyfriend and the old boyfriend. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is my brother who I work with was telling me he's like, yeah, her boyfriend played football for the Oklahoma Sooners, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I assumed it was this one. 
Right. But it was the last one. Oh. And I brought it up. I'm like, man, so are you a big Oklahoma fan? He's like, no, I don't really like Oklahoma. I go, you played for him? He's oh. like, and my sister goes, no, that was Duran. She gave you that. And, I, and I'm like, holy shit. And then he said, baby, who's Duran? No, I don't. I don't know what happened after. But the thing is, is I guess he was a few ago. In fact, I think that that was. I think that that was before his la- her last marriage. So what so, you're so saying I'm is, you my brother's he likes working the black dude. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, she she does. She she is a, a rainbow. She loves the rain. Well, well, now she likes a black. I, can, I sure. really not to be weird and not to talk about it on the podcast, but I really hope that that it works out between her and Lewis because he's just he's a solid. He's, a sweetheart. he's awesome. So I hope it works out. But I mean, he's had. I mean, the he had a. She she's been married two times to two white guys, and they were just assholes to her. So well, of course, them whiteies. I hate suck. Yeah, I say kill whitey basically. Kill whitey, yeah. dude. Let me ask you this. Okay, was Sherry? I, I hate to change the. Topic. I didn't say. I didn't see her. She. I didn't see her there. No before. Sherry no, Moon. I did not. Not dancing around because I've heard like she gets on stage and dances around and. No, maybe I that was the her. earlier days. Maybe. But. Maybe, yeah, but I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Like I, I mean, I doubt she was there. I like I said. I mean, we were far away. I should have brought my binoculars. Was Twiggy there with Marilyn Manson? Um, Twiggy, the bass player, he I didn't d- go. I don't know. Twiggy, give me a bass line. Or I don't remember. You know what's funny is I didn't really pay much attention to uh, to uh, uh, Marilyn Manson because we were we were just out having fun. I mean. It was it was just fun times, man. You know, I didn't. Did you guys bring a blanket? No, we didn't. know, man. We were Flat rocking grass with the dew. There was no dew. It was oh. still. It was still. It, I'll tell you what, though. What was it? October first. Yeah. It, it got. It was. It, it just got dark. There was like a DJ that played the first time, and so we showed. You know so who stupid. that DJ was? No, I, it wasn't I him. Heard. He canceled, yeah. and, there, and there was oh. a different guy. Oh. Apparently, it was supposed to be Jonathan Davis from Corn, but yeah, I don't Jay think, Devil it, or something. Yeah, but it wasn't him. But the thing is, is so we show up. <laughs> it, it's getting dark, and this place is gorgeous, man. It's a perfect night. You got the full moon over. You can see the whole city, all the lights and stuff. Yeah, like that's that. great out what, there. Awesome night, fun times. Um, except for Brian from Hamicus, it, it concerts all he does is stand there with his arms folded and just kind of looks and just kind of. Does like, he bring that umbrella with him? He didn't bring. He goes, if he away from me, sir. If he brought the umbrella, it probably got taken away at security. Yeah. So yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he yeah he loves only, that thing. Dude. He's the only guy I know that carries around what I like to call a man parasol. Yeah. Which <laughs> a man parasol, an umbrella, and a cane. Yeah. The guy walks around just going. Dude, he, he's dude, very poncy. Yeah. I guess is yeah. a good word for it. You know, whatever. He's you know not. what? He's a great guy. What What are you gonna do? He's just bizarre and weird and off putting, but we love him. <laughs> yeah. We love him. Okay. Yeah. Um, guess what, dude? What? In one hour and 15 minutes. Yes. Guess what's going on? Our Skype party. Our Skype Netflix. Severance. Yeah, we're, we're watching Severance. It's funny because it's uh, from because we only have an hour and 15 minutes left. We're yeah. probably going to get through half our voicemails because we'll stop this. We'll take a break. Sure. We'll get through half our voicemails, but then we're going to have to finish the show after it. So we're, we're, we, can, we can report on it. Yeah. You know, well, so we've got to. The people want to know, man. Yeah, the people want and the people to that didn't get in might go. I might want to partake of that again. I was trying. When Lauren to, does another. <laughs> I was trying to explain to my wife what it was, and I'm like, "Yeah, we basically just get on and chat while the movie's on." She's like, "Well, you're watching the movie together." I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna watch it, but it probably won't say synced for everybody on the whole thing, and we're gonna probably have technical issues and stuff like that." She's like, "Well, so get let me get this straight. People want to get on Skype and watch a movie with you." Yeah, and I'm like. Amber, you don't even know exactly. what you got. I said you got a party man all the time. I said yeah. you know. I said you know what, Amber, 
here's the problem. Here's yeah. and, and this is what I told her. I said, here's your problem. I can see the fire in your eyes. You're it, about to lay down the line. I say because we, and, and let me let me give you the let me yes. give you the the whole environment. I took the family, or we, me and Ember took the family to uh, uh, Golden Corral. You know the mm. the nice family. We so I, we did that. That's why I'm a little bit late coming over here because oh, yeah. we had to get home and whatever. Oh, I freaking love Golden Corral. But we're sitting at Golden Corral, and she's and I go, Amber, you know what? You got to realize that this is awesome. I am a funny guy, okay? And you, it's like pearls before swine. And then yeah. I looked over, and the people next to us just started laughing at me like I'm some dumbass. But what are you going to do? Yeah. There are people who go to Golden Corral. So what am I worried about? Well, <laughs> uh, what did you have? Well, I always get the, the bourbon chicken. Ooh, and uh, yeah. I usually go with the like the taco salad and then, of course, the steak. They, you know, they always have that steak going. It's good. It's good stuff. I, I, I mean, haven't been to Golden Corral in years. Oh yeah. God damn it! Sounds good. Well, it's it's great because now you know my my kids are still a little bit young and you know so they're only like a dollar per year or something so they're still pretty cheap. But well, you know we'll see about it. Yeah. Amber doesn't really know what she has. That's what I'm saying. And in I, the in the podcasting community, you are the Pooh Bear <laughs> oh, <I'm> podcast. <laughs> yeah, and you know she's not buying that, but whatever, whatever. That's we, fine. We got we got a we got a You've lot. You got of- her over the barrel on so many other things. The podcasting is just yeah yeah you know it's it's whatever it's the sugar. <laughs> oh, by the way, she said, you know, one of these days I want to come on the show. Oh, she goes, I want to come on the show and see what you guys talk about. Whenever I'm like, okay, anytime. I you know? think she would be bored out of her mind in five minutes. Well, and I and I said, I mean, you have to watch the movie with us and everything. She's like, I'll do it. I'm like, well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I kept I kept trying to talk her out of it and whatever, but but it's like, eh, I don't know. Well, you can say. Shane's got diarrhea tonight. He can't. No, well, well he, I mean, well, we'll say, listen, I don't mind having ir- her. Ir- irritable, but irritable bowel syndrome. Here, here's the thing. What will have to happen is we'll probably have her over for the first, you know, little while, and then she'll probably leave early because she's like, I've had enough of this crap. Right. You know, whatever. So, whatever, you know, maybe we'll I see. I don't know. It's very becoming over here. <laughs> well, it is. You know, they she might get over here and go, you know what? I'm going to vacuum and clean this place up for sure. <laughs> but she's going to be like, I feel like I'm at home here. Yeah. Oh, she, I think I need to I come every week. I think she'll have a good time. I mean, that's, I mean, you're, you're a nice fella. You sure. Know? I know. And she married me, so she knows what to expect here. My wife will have her come in and, and uh, sit down. Well, we'll see though. I honestly, I doubt it. I'm not going to complain if she starts doing dishes in there while we're sitting here talking. <laughs> you I'm know what? Not. You know, it, it's funny because sometimes she'll come in and, I'll go, hey, Amber, come in here to come to the note room. She'll start straightening up because she doesn't like how mm-hmm. like messy I am and whatever. But I doubt it'll ever happen. She's, I think she's just talking big. She's just trying to whatever. But yeah. it might be fun. Anyway, we got a lot to go. We have a lot to talk about. We've got a long way to go on the show. Oh, We're yeah. going to be talking about a band named EZO. From Japan. Yes. I. You know what? Japanese. I never would have known that they were Japanese without you telling me that. But stoked about it. Some from some throwback hair metal stuff. And then we're going to be talking about a movie from 1978 called Satan's Blood. Yes, a lot of uh, Spanish sleaze. I'm still. I, we're going to keep doing Spanish sleaze movies until we find one that I love. Was this one that? You're going to have Who to knows? wait and see. Who knows? All right, so why don't we do this? Why don't we just mention the question of the episode real quick and then get into some voicemails. Yeah. Um, question of this episode. Uh, Basically, was this? I mean, I, if you if you guys don't remember, um, we were talking about you know specifically with demon type stuff. You know, Johnny Krug and you know was telling me about a buddy of his who doesn't like the Exorcist or whatever because he doesn't believe in demons and stuff like that. Yeah. And you know, I kind of thought it was silly and whatnot, but uh, he kind of uh, brought up the question. Listen, I mean, 
do you do you feel like you have to believe that there's a possibility this stuff could happen for you to enjoy horror? You know, right? Yeah. All right. Well, we got a ton of uh, voicemails, so why don't we get right into those? Okay. This is Aaron, just calling in with What's a up, couple Aaron? answers to the last couple uh, questions of the week. Okay. Um, for the uh, one a couple other weeks Aaron, ago, yeah, uh, different movies Aaron. that I like that everyone else thinks is uh, Friday Night Frights. I would say one of my yes. favorites is Burial Ground. Is a crappy little, which I know it is, but it's awesome though because there's movie, a dude uh, from Italy, also known as Zombie Three. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's the one with the freaky midget for anyone. Oh, that it's not the Zombie Three we did. It's a Zombie Three where a like midget breastfeeds. I think I like the, oh, like, yeah, the decayed zombie. We have to see that one. The way it looks now, it looked better on VHS. When you get to the DVD, you can see just how bad the makeup is. But <laughs> I still like it. I mean, it's going to hold Night of the Living Dead. Nobody's judging you. inside the house and the zombies trying to get in. And I don't know. I just like. I've it. I've never um, seen it. Actually, sorta. I know it's blasphemy. I sort of like it better than Full Tooth Zombie for whatever reason, but that's one of them. Another one I like is an old one, (laughs) an old public domain one, which surprise. Yeah, really. Uh, It's uh, the Killer Shrews. I I, everyone always talks about how bad the uh, the effects are. It's just dogs with carpet samples on them, which I know it is. (laughs) But I just like the idea of the story. You know, the giant shrews. People once again, Night of the Living Dead. What's a shrew? Is it some? I think it's some kind of a rodent. A house, and there's things trying to get in. I don't know. I just like it. Uh, the part when the power goes out and they know that the uh, the shrews have gotten in, it's pretty effective. I saw this on TV when I was little, little, and, you know, it scared me then. Of course, now it wouldn't, but I still enjoy it. That's what it's Actually, all about. I like a lot of the older, crappier public domain ones now. One I like that no one's ever heard of or hardly ever heard of, but when I have heard people talk about it, they didn't seem to like it that much. It's an old vampire movie from... Uh, PRC, it's a Producers Releasing Corp. It uh, stars George uh, George Zuko, who you probably know from uh, the Mummy movies, from the Universal Mummy movies, where mm. he was like the, the Egyptian priest. Mm. Anyway, he's a vampire, and um, he, his twin brother uh, probably played by him. Uh, murdered him to save... His niece from uh, getting into like the witchcraft and stuff that that his evil brother is into. Well, the evil evil brother after he dies becomes a vampire, mm-hmm. and just the whole you know people think it's him the good brother doing things, and it's really a neat little vampire flick. I like it actually. Once again, blasphemy. I know I kind of like it better than the Universal Dracula actually. What? And some Ooh, of the yeah. stuff what? I like. Um, the question about horror scores that work for you. Um, I like Suspiria, which is I'm sure a lot of people are going to say this. Suspiria score is great. Oh, yeah. Most of the Goblin stuff is really good. Yep. However, totally I found good. that when you listen to it alone, it's not quite as good. I downloaded a bunch of the soundtracks and... Legally, of course. Like, actually, you hear the same like the same song, like just in a different version, like five times on the same <laughs> uh, CD. You kind of get tired of it, but the Suspiria soundtrack works great. I think Fulci Zombie soundtrack works great. Um of course, Halloween, whatever. You know, that's... Again, John Carpenter. Most of the John master. Carpenter stuff works great. One I don't hear a lot of people say good things about is the Day of the Dead score, or the whole synth sort of score. Mm. I think that works great. I think Day of the Dead is like a... Not sort, not really underrated, but in compared to the rest of the series, I think it's underrated. It's, yeah, it's um, a little bit different. It's probably my least favorite, which is one, but some people will kill me for out of the day. out of the first three. Um, but Day I of the think that's it. So hopefully they didn't get cut off. Um... <laughs> Hope to hear from Never. more from the show, and I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Can well, I call him Aaron 2 Electric Boogaloo? No, don't, because Chris Warga will get a freaking boner about that, because everything is something to Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. All 
All right. No, that's uh, how about uh, Aaron, Aaron deserves some respect. The search is, for uh, that is Curly's Friday gold. night. You can you can you can call on the search for Curly's gold. But Aaron deserves some respect. He's Friday Night Frights. Dolls yes. movie drive in. Aaron, I've watched those movies from the website because they are amazing. Well, yeah, they're not that great. But you know, Baba what? Yaga. I watch it on there too. That's that was on there, but yeah. it, it was called something different. It wasn't called. Yeah, that. it's not Baba Yaga. It was called uh, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Yeah. Ooh. Isn't that like a seal song? Aaron, I love you, baby. Or call back shit. again sometime. <laughs> that was his first go at it. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't called. You know, he's been a part of the site and part of the corpse cast, but yeah, that's one that's of the... That's his first his, go. I know that he's calling for the Cadaver Lab years ago, but no, that was awesome. Now that you say that, I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Nice, dude. Thanks a lot for calling in. Um, in and out called it. In and out. Alan. Mike, Shane, what's up? What's up? I thought the question of the episode was really good. Thank um, you. I have to say, I'm a hopeful skeptic. I'm, I want to believe in, I don't believe in ghosts and vampires and werewolves. Sure. Uh, but it would be awesome would if be you saw cool one once. If they existed, <laughs> I really, you know. Would it be cool, I would though? I like to. Oh, you know, hell yeah. Hold on, I'm pausing, I'm pausing. Term, you know, would it, okay, would it be cool if vampires existed? Because, I mean, you watch all sorts of movies where vampires, man, they're, they're hiding, you know, and they're, I don't and they're know in about the shadows. Vampires. But all of a sudden, it's like if they exist, and we're effed, dude. I don't know about vampires. But but I've told you a thousand times. Yeah, oh, yeah, you have. I'm waiting for the ghost to throw me against the wall. That would Kaplow! grab your titties like in uh, the entity and whatnot. You know, that would be hot. You know, yeah. I would pay to see that. By the way, everybody, Shane was out. Uh, J- I mean, this is an aside, but we were out there having a break. Shane was doing his stretches because apparently he does stretches. But uh, I always stretch. He doesn't have a stamp tramp. My lumbard. So, yeah, he doesn't have one. I just want everyone to know he does I not I stretch for my lumbard. They saw his butt. Anyways, yeah. here it is. It was a uh, pen from Penn & Teller. His <laughs> big skeptic said, uh, skeptic doesn't mean cynic. Ooh. Now, if you present the evidence... Of a ghost, vampire, werewolf, whatever, present it scientifically, and it can be proven scientifically, then you're willing to change your beliefs. Oh, sure. So anyway, oh, I'm on about, the first boat. So that goes to the thing about the prove it, ghosts, and I'm there. Ghost movies, demon movies. Even though I don't really believe in them, it's it's fun uh, to think that there's the they do tend chance. To me. You sure. know, I guess it's just the possibility. Uh, I found. You know, paranormal activity didn't scare me, but when I watched Insidious, I was up at 3.30 in the morning going, oh, God, oh, God, I don't want the dead people to come get me. <laughs> yeah, that family with the shotgun that was standing there. That was creepy, like, and Darth Maul behind his shoulder was scary. I guess it gets me. Uh, you know, I find it weird that people have said the exorcist doesn't scare them. <sighs> I wonder if some of that is just kind of that hipster thing of, it got so much praise that they're going to shit on it. I, I honestly think that so it's cool. kind of like that. Morrissey of Utah uh, had a very good thing to say. He didn't call in, but I brought this question up. He goes, okay. oh, I should call in. Okay. And he I, he, I brought up, he let uh, me down. I brought up the exorcist. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, but he said, he said that, well, you know, I'd rather him call in and say okay. it himself, okay. but he did say that. Ah, the ghosty movies and stuff don't really affect him. But he liked The Exorcist. It creeped him out because you were in that young frame of mind that when you saw it, it was still. Right. Okay. You hadn't, you know, and I. You I haven't become like a that. cynical big yeah. jerk face. I don't think there's anything cynical about it. <laughs> okay. it. It's about 
Give it. Give the evidence. It's just like Alan no, I saying. Know. You're right. I agree. I Skeptical, you. but hey, I'm atheist until further notice. <laughs> if that ghost grabs me, throws me against the wall, I'll call everyone on the phone tomorrow and go, God damn it. <laughs> no, you Things won't, you won't say that anymore because... Things have <laughs> changed. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even... I, I would say, golly gosh darn... <laughs> Uh, I was thrown against the wall by this demon ghost last yeah, night, and yeah. now I need to get to the closest uh, stretch. Right. Okay. At which, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's, let's finish. At least to me, has frightening visuals. Uh, talked one time about the raspy voiced bitches freaking me out. Yeah, that happens. Um, I mean, it's a very well made film, and. This is not in and out. So he's maybe it's expressing himself. You know, keep you up at night. He's in and out. But I can't see yeah, not watching is. that and being just a little creeped out. Even just from the yeah, visual. her voice. Anyway, oh yeah, uh, dude. for that's sure. Like my two cents. Y'all awesome. Have a good one. Bye. Well, compared to what your usual two cents is, that's like twenty bucks. So we appreciate yeah. it. Awesome. Good job. Uh oh, Brian Towtruck called in. Oh God. He's going to praise you on Marilyn oh, Manson's Sorry. Oh, yeah. Damn. Um, hi, guys. How the fuck we doing this week? What's up, dude? Um, not much to say other than got to call and <laughs> thank say thank Mike. you once again to my buddy Mike. That's right. Free tickets. Providing the opportunity for Rob Zombie dude, Monday dude, night. Dude, they were free tickets black. to me, too. So yeah. free all around. Kind of interesting. It was the first time... Mike and I have ever done anything. Dude, we were you know, just, just talking about that because we've Mike. been second degree friends till then. Yeah, cool. now you're first you know, degree. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> get along quite well, even without Shane there. Yeah. Uh, second degree. Not that first. I could ever do without Shane. Oh, we are. You're fucking crazy, man. Sure. You, you did miss a pretty good time. Fuck, even Marilyn Manson wasn't that bad. It was fun. We had a good time. It was yeah, fun no, as shit. It was a good show, Mike. Thanks again. Regardless of what you say, dude. What? I fucking owe you one. Dude, they were free tickets to me. I don't me. know what, but I'll figure it out. You know, no, nothing, no. dude. We're good. We're good. Other than that, I, like I said, I just don't have much to say. Foreign films, shit you gotta read. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know how you guys do it. Oh, my God. I like well, to read books. And, get uh, intelligent. I don't fucking like to read movies. Shane just said that. Shane, you just said, outside, you said you want to wait for Rec 3 till you get the dubbed version. Well, I'll watch the, you know, but I, I like the dub, too. When it first came out, sure. I actually I liked like the dub, like Skrillex. Sure. I, I had no idea. I was kind of clueless. What's he talking about, pornography? Man, my ex-wife just beat the shit out of that album. I bet he is. And granted, there are some good fucking tunes on it. I just can't listen to it anymore. Well, if you're hey, ex-wife. Mike's yeah. minute, minute. Oh, it was almost Brought insufferable. Like, all right, that's oh, enough but... of that shit. I just well, yeah, sorry to you, buddy. Um, and unfortunately, apparently, I wasn't listening hard enough to get a question of the episode. Or <laughs> at least it wasn't coherent. Nobody else had a problem finding it. Might presented it, so I got nothing I don't think that. he's on the social networking other than The last quiz was that's fucking okay. awesome. Yeah. Shane, I don't know, he must have been channeling me or something that just... All my favorite scumbags right there in one list. <laughs> I do love you. Yep. Duche. Mentor. He'll probably come to Megadeth with us. It's just my thing, man. I fucking dug the shit out of that. Nice. Uh, that little close there. So anyway, guys, keep up the good fucking work. Can't wait to hear the next episode. It's not work. It's fun. Bless your heart, uh, sweet lady. More importantly, <laughs> can't wait to see you both again. 
Of course. Um, he has a light. Molesting Mike. In the darkness. The same the he molested me a bit, too, in the concert. No, he's great. It was... Oh, you haven't lived till you've Love been you. molested by tow truck. By tow truck. <laughs> and he gets you in the corner and goes, hey, dude, I just got to show you something. That's okay. I actually breastfed. It's called my tongue. I, uh, I breastfed from my uh, sister's boyfriend. I put I put my lips on his nipple at this concert. Oh, my God. Uh, weird. And where are the pictures weird. of this, man? You know, it's funny. Is I have a little bit of video, of course, that none of that was it was videoed, but you owe us like time. five videos, dude. But this one, I've actually seen any of them. No, I actually already made this one, and all the parts are actually right on this computer right here. I just need to put them together. It's not a very interesting video because we're Is having the nipple kiss. No, it's not. Yeah, of course, no, it's, it's not. not. Of course, it's not. I wish it were. It freaked him out, which was awesome. That was that's kind of what I was going for. Anyway, GP called in. Oh, GP. Hey guys, GP. Yo. Um, due to recent events and. After discussing with counsel, I have been advised uh, to make the following statement. So, excuse oh. me one second. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, here we go. Hi. Hi. My name is Gracie's Poppy. Hello. And I am not safe for work. You oh, have yeah. been warned. Thank you. What? And it's the truth here. Sorry, Mike. You had to find out the hard way. Well, it's funny because he put he put up something on the group. Okay, yeah, that had some titties and and stuff like that. But the thing is, he put up a video. It's like a YouTube video. You know how it puts up like the thumbnails. Yeah, there's a thumbnail of this chick that looks like a stripper with her ass out. Okay, and I'm at work, but I'm like, oh, f it. I'm gonna try to. I'm going to try to check this out anyway, you know, right. try to hide it, you know, whatever. But uh, a dude, uh, one of my one of my guys came up and he's like, what are you watching? He's oh. joking. And he busts me. But I'm like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? But it's YouTube. They don't show anything. No, much they did. Of- it was, I don't actually, I assume uh, it was. Where like, did I miss this in the group? I missed that. I don't, I don't, I don't even remember what, what the topic was, but it doesn't matter because if that guy crosses me, I'm going to fire him. So whatever. Oh, ouch. Not really. See ya. Not really. He's a buddy of mine. I'm just teasing. But dude. Teasing. What? GP, he's not safe for work. Yeah, he okay. That is duly noted. Thank you, sir. Here, here he is. Good job. Um, question episode. Do you have to believe in the supernatural to be affected by movies dealing with the supernatural, you know, exorcist and otherwise? I don't see why you have to be. I mean, you know, a scary image is a scary image. Exactly. Uh, you can be more affected, more scared if you do believe in it. Sure. Um, I know some movies freak me the hell out because I, you know. They don't want the devil to get involved in my body. <laughs> anyway. um, but I mean, like, seriously, do you have to believe in every single boogeyman out there to, for, uh, to be scared by every horror movie? I, no. That, that's times. ridiculous. So that's my answer. All right. You okay. don't have to believe right. in Supernatural to be, you know, freaked Sweet out action. by All right. Um, cradle of Filth. Oh, dear. All right. I've been trying. I mean, I'm not saying that I hate it. I, um, music is outstanding. I'll tell you that, and you know how I feel about you know lyrics that you don't understand what the hell the guy's saying. Thanks, um, Grandpa. But at least I don't know you know, what he's Mike's right. You know, he, it's not like a, a Michael from a, from a Opeth who has that growly voice, but then he has this amazingly sweet yeah voice that follows the, the clean voice. Is no Opeth, um, please. At least this guy has like gives you like five different options. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> still crappy, but I, uh, all right, all right. I didn't mean to say crappy. I'm you sorry. Don't, you don't need to like him. If you but, don't like him, that's fine, man. Yeah, it's tough. And I get where Mike says it's like nails on the uh, scratch. The nails first on the time I heard board. it, I thought it was that. Um, I was like, "What is?" This? But like I said, the music more than makes up for it. So I, I had been listening, you know, quite a bit. Not only uh, pornography, like but you know, a couple yeah, other I albums. Like, and and by the way, Mike, thanks for uh, telling me what songs he used for the. Uh, we know each other. Um, Cadaver the Lab, because I looked those puppies up, and I'm, I've been getting my my flashbacks of uh, of Sam. So. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, it, all right, throwing, I like it. I like it. I, I, I'm not in love with it because, like, you know, the voice takes me back. But, like I said, the music is outstanding. Um, on a plus note, I've been listening to Independence and the other a hell of a lot more. And in oh, fact, I love the other. The other. Um, I'm being a really hot. I've been Blood Runs Cold and Back to the Cemetery. Um, I, I think it, it's like the the Halloween-like weather I've been having. The, yeah, agreed. The dark... Do you know it's Damp, me and my daughter's chilly, favorite song kinda, now? You know, October weather just makes the music just a hell of a lot better. So great. Because I, initially I was like, I was okay with it, but now I'm like, holy crap, where would this band be in all my life? But um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm thinking, and like I said, the the independence I've been getting, you know, baby doll has been stuck in my head for a while. Baby to, to doll, whoa. Um, and that's it. All right, I got I got nothing else to say. I gotta go to work. Heck with you all. Later. Bye. <laughs> Nice. You know what the thing love is, is? Love him and love everything he has and his beard. I don't think we expect mustache. anybody. He has, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got a great mustache and beard. I don't think we expect everybody to like everything that we do. I mean, because it's Why not. not? Even, I mean, well, because I don't even really. I mean, I, I think it's okay. Like some sure. with some bands, I'm like, you know, uh, I like it, but it's probably not something that's going to become a staple. Yeah, it's like, you know? why would you like everything that we say or do? Because you've because gotta, think you've got to cool. be insane. We are very cool. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. But man, that's all right to I disagree. But but the thing is, is I can respect Gracie's Poppy's uh, uh, opinion because he's really into that uh, that nice uh, prog metal and yeah. Dream Theater and Queensrÿche, just a good old fashioned. Yeah, That's he's got stuff. he's got some skills, is he what does. you're saying. Yeah, I I think he's got great taste in music, but whatever. Yeah, all right. Uh, Jake the Snake called in. Ah, oh, Jake. Jake. Jake the Snake. Hi. He had his yes, birthday. No, oh, punished for calling in so last minute last week. I don't remember what we did. I hate that the story of my life. <laughs> is it? Yeah, that one's Happy almost birthday. last minute, but yeah. You know, birthday uh, boy. I was going to. Who make up for by calling in a little early at just as soon as I <laughs> listen to the episode. But nice. I'm so distracted by many things like watching the Bears beat down the Cowboys on Monday <laughs> Night Football. And well, I love sports. I, I got to admit Resident it. Evil 6 for my birthday. Oh, so Resident Evil 6, yeah. Either. I gotta check that out. And you got Avenger comics but, uh, too. Also, what oh, really? Kept me <laughs> waiting was trying to think of an answer for the question. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Uh, Case of Robotism. I saw somebody else write this down on the uh, Facebook group. My exact sentiments, you know, I watch movies for escape. Yeah, me too, man. Really? And you know what? If I could suspend this Can I pause it real quick? 
I gotta pause it real quick. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I walk in. You know, usually I have I have my man cave and whatnot. So I'm watching a movie in my man cave. I, I usually come in to spend some time with my wife. You know, on weeknights around ten ten thirty. You know, so I come in there. She's watching this movie about like all this human drama uh-huh. and about how families trying to come back together and all these wounds that they need to heal, emotional wounds and stuff like that. Right. Like, why are you watching this? And she's all. You know, it's, you know, I don't know. It's good. It's, you know, it's happy. It's good. Whatever. I go, this is, you know, wasn't happy from what I was seeing. It was just a bunch of bull crap. She's just, she, and I'm like, this to me is so much negativity. She says, says the guy who loves horror movies. But I'm like, Ember, that's all fantasy. That's all none of, you know, sure. obviously, you know, and so I do that to escape, but this stuff makes me stressed out. You know, I don't. Understand. You don't like to get a good cry on. You no, watch something on I TV do. and you're like, cry. I do. But the oh difference is, is I don't. I don't like movies that make me cry. Okay, pay it forward, because somebody in their heart is not because somebody loves somebody and and you know they they cheated on them, but they're gonna forgive them and blah 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 blah. And you know they have all this stupid family. You know, uh-huh. Whatever. I'm talking about like people who doing good things against all odds, like Rudy. You know the little guy. Like, uh, like uh, what's a Will Smith movie? Uh, where he's the superhero. I have not seen that. What's it called? Hitch? Hitch, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I've never seen it, so I don't know. Powder. I've never seen Powder either. Um, Terms of Endearment. I have never seen Terms of Endearment. Dude, that's a fantastic movie. You know what? There's an- there- a good ball. Steel Magnolias. I've never seen Steel Magnolias. Well, whatever. Are we going to keep going on this? Because no. I would like to get back. I still don't understand why people watch some of that crap. It's depressing and cry, but it's... No, but the, the thing is, that good, this wasn't about Life is that. a house. This was a... What? Life is a house with Kevin... Uh, <laughs> Kevin... Uh, he played a president once with Sigourney Weaver. Kevin... <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The Kevin... Guy, he was on Bacon, Wild Wild Costner. West. He was, Kevin... He was, a ba- he was on Wild Wild West with, with uh, Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah, I can't Kevin, remember. Kevin Nealon? No. Crap. But whatever. But the thing is, is, I don't need that kind of stupid crap. I just want fantasy. I want to escape. I have enough happiness in my own life. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. That makes sense. Or a movie. I will. I don't. I don't give a shit if I. <clears throat> if I believe in what's going on in the movie, <laughs> as long as it's good, that's all sure. that matters to Agreed. me. Sure. But yeah, what I really want to call in to talk about is you know, the latest music. Discussion. Oh dear. Freaking cradle, man. Oh good. I mean, fucking cradle, <laughs> man. Weeks about hearing about how questionable my taste in music is. <laughs> I found one you and me can agree on, Mike. Uh, see, that's and real life drama that makes me cry. Although I guess we did agree on birthday massacre. Yep. But uh, yeah, and well, I will join you, Mike, in saying that while pornography is not the bait. Best album by Cradle. It it's still a pretty good album. I I really love the fetus of a new day kicking. In fact, That's my favorite that song. That is my alarm for every morning. Uh, <laughs> what a way to kick the day off! I will wake you up for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say probably one of my favorite Cradle albums. Is well, well, it's not one of their old school ones. It's Nymphetamine. Well, that's one everyone one hates really too. I like it too. Cradle. Well, anyway, the, if you you have the uh, special edition, like I mean, there are some badass covers on the special edition, hmm. and they got one of Ozzy 
Mr. Crowley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dare I say, I think they do a little bit better than the odd man. I don't don't agree with that, but I I do agree that they do a great cover. Oh, there's a really cool song going there. Hey, uh... It's hard to be Mr. Crowley, though, for me, the original. Devil Woman. I don't know if you heard it go, You're just a devil woman. You're just a devil woman. Yeah. But what's really cool about this is they got King Diamond to come on this song. Oh, yes. We need to do more King Diamond. King Diamond and Danny Phil. Devil Woman, best cover ever, The Accused. Yeah, oh, really? Exactly Devil you want to hear some splatter <laughs> punk? The Accused. Okay, cool. More fun than an open casket funeral. That is a great album. Nice. Who was a big Cradle fan. Well, he's kind of given them up lately because of religious reasons. Oh, yeah. really? Cool. Good for you. Yeah, that's another topic, but uh, yeah, he was one who helped me get into Cradle Land. He was such a Good big Cradle Whatever. fan that, oh my God, he hated it whenever I tried to sing like Danny. <laughs> <laughs> who would? Yeah. Oh, yeah, really. Why do you want to yeah, hear that? Sound like Try and sound like uh, <laughs> the, the Bee Gees guy. What's his name? I don't know. Rodney like BG? That. But he's got a great beard. Dude, we love freaking. We love Jake the Snake, man. He called in. Because we're living in a world of fools. Bringing us the. I don't let it be. Uh, James Irma Gersh called. All right, wait, wait. Let's wait. Let's wait till this finishes. J- James called in from Montana. James, get that Irma Gersh. Irma Gersh. Yep. Irma Gersh. What is up, guys? It is I, James, also known as Irma Gersh. From Montana. <laughs> for the question of the episode. This one is it. It is kind of sketchy, but yeah, at the same agreed. time, it probably should be addressed. Believing in something and enjoying it, I don't know. That's for the masses, I guess. I, I think it all depends on your mindset. Yeah. I myself believe in demons. I believe in the supernatural. I've had some experiences. That's for another subject. Paranormal activities, love them because it deals with the supernatural. Sure. I had the misfortune of watching Insidious. And in all honesty, in my own opinion, I would rather smash my dick in the door than ever have to even consider looking at that movie again. Really? That's hard. Anyway. And don't you mean insertiers? The equivalent of believing in Dracula or Frankenstein. If you're going to believe in it and you're going to watch it, that's all up to you. I think that it's all in a mindset. If you want to go into a movie and be entertained, you're going to be entertained whether you believe it or not. Exactly. I agree. A lot of that stuff is, I don't believe in Dracula or Frankenstein or none of that. That's just my opinion. I think it all goes with the sci-fi movies, aliens, predators, sure. blah, blah, blah. If you want to be entertained, you're going to be entertained. You don't necessarily have to believe in it. Does it make it a little bit easier to enjoy the movie? More than likely. I mean, 
paranormal activities, that's... they held my attention because I believe in it more. It's almost like a documentary, okay. even though it's not. You know, that you know, that, that could be totally makes sense to me. It's something completely Dude, different. Dude, the Ogden City Cemetery experience with me but and Sam? Oh, yeah. You guys saw the globule it's, of green. Like did. I said, I, I think it's all an entertainment value. I, I, all in all, that's what it is. entertaining, period. Like I said, whether you believe it or not, does it help? More than likely, I don't really think it should matter. If you're going to pay your money to go in and see a movie and enjoy it, then enjoy it. Don't worry about whether you're going to believe in it or not. Sure. That's okay. all. You know, it, I like where he's going from. Mindset, it's going to take away from the, your focus on the movie, from having a good time, yeah. thinking about how much money you spent to go and watch it. it <laughs> don't think about don't the seven ninety nine you paid for question, uh, the tall man, question. dude. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see what everybody else has to say. That's so far. That's, that's pretty much the consensus. I really can't think of anything else. If I think of something else, I'm probably going to call back <laughs> in. But for now, I'm going to go in and watch Hannah Montana and drink a whole bottle of fry sauce. In memory of you guys, sauce, keep up baby. Kiss it, kick ass. Love you, dude. Bye. By the way, you know what's funny, James? It's love loves you, fry sauce. He he is obsessed with fry sauce, and it's funny because. Uh, uh, he tried to waste me about like there, there's a there's a fry sauce creator called Some Dude's Fry Sauce. Yeah, I've seen dude, it in the stores, dude. Do you know where they make that on like Third West and like Seventeenth South or something like that? It's got to be made where here. Yes, and he was like, "Oh shit, it's got to yeah, originate it was, here." It was, and it was originated here. Fry sauce is the greatest thing ever that was invented. Okay, I only like fries because it's that a vehicle does, to bring me. It, fry not sauce. only do you put fry sauce on your fries, you put them on but burritos. You dip it in the burger. Oh, you put it oh, on your burrito. Yes. But, yes. And God forbid you put a little dash of horseradish in the fry sauce, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you are in heaven. Yes. You know how he said that he wasn't going to call back unless he had something else? Oh, he had something else. else. Yeah. He's going to eat a burger while... I knew my potato ass would be calling back. <laughs> I just realized that at the end of my voicemail I just left, I mixed in kiss ass with kick ass. Total <laughs> mistake on my fault. Please accept my apologies. I if didn't not, even catch it. Please send all your hate mail and hate... Anything hate-related to our newest member, Ian Davey, also known as Richard Ranch, also known as Dick Farm Davey. He enjoys all, right. all the hatred. Yeah, that's, that's his new buddy on the Facebook page. That's his buddy that's new on the Facebook page. And he deserves it. Later. And He's giving that guy a lot of shit. You know what's funny? Where's by Ian way? calling in? He's not calling in. I'll tell you what. By the way, have you noticed it on the Facebook page? We've had kind of another influx of members here. Yeah. It's been good. Keep signing up, people. We love it. Go to... If you go to corpsecollective.com, there's a Facebook icon. Go there, sign up. Yeah. It's fun times, unless you're Zach, and then everyone hates you, and you're so yeah, put you're upon. Just, and yeah, you're blah, just blah, having blah, such a hard day all the time. But, uh, ooh, uh, first-time caller. Here we go. Wow. Um, JJ in L.A. This is actually... JJ in L.A. I like that. That's Dude. that's the name right Dude, there. Do you remember me talking about how um, there was a person who... Out of the kindness of her heart, sent me that that uh, signed picture of Linda Blair. Yes, this is her, JJ from LA. Yeah, and it's funny because there was the whole deal with like, are you being serious? Have I or is this spam? Because I nothing ever, no, nothing good happens to me like that. Okay, mm-hmm. so it, you you know that whole thing that if it's too good to be true, then it's probably, probably is. yeah, that it probably does you know whatever. I now she threw my whole world into a into a fray. But here she is. Let's see what she's got to say. 
Hey, Mike. Hey, Shane. This is JJ in LA. Yo. First time calling you ever. Sweet. Back in February, I caused you to question the concept of karma <laughs> when I sent you an autograph photo of yeah, me yes, she the did. Blair. She because did. I am such a fan of yours. And you thought you were unworthy. We are still unworthy. Now, Mike, I love you, Shane and Sam. And oh, you're thanks. like the younger brothers I never had. Oh, thank you. Of course. Sitting out on that raggedy couch in the garage talking horror films. <laughs> so you recommended the podcast, Padded Room. Okay, yeah. But I gave yeah. a listen based on your recommendation. Oh, dear. Three minutes in, I hear this. Oh, no. <laughs> Every time you fuck you're fucking that ass or you're fucking that cut. You're fucking that cut. Oh, that was a bad episode. That's his rap hit. That's multiple Mike's rap hit. Oh. I can't really defend that. I can't really defend that. I don't know what to say. Listen, little brother, I am so telling mom. Uh, I said, well, you can find your own way to your stupid job at El Mariachi. Uh, <laughs> El Matador. JJ and LA. Bye. El Matador. Uh, Dude, okay. I, <laughs> I know. What can you say? She picked no. that episode. No, yeah. Wow. Uh, padded Room, you guys really let us down. No, no. I, but can we distance ourselves from Padded Room? I mean, there I are friends, that, but we can say we are no, we are not affiliated in any way with the padded room. You're just room. throwing them right under the bus, aren't you? Hey, so, <laughs> I can do it once. No, you just picked a weird moment to come in. Okay, okay well, listen. But, I mean, that would be the worst moment <laughs> to come really? in is multiple Mike's rap song that he was I don't really know what to say about, about that. Well, he was, he was talking well, I about feel, a, I feel he like was I in let the bathtub. Uh -oh, so and he said, I wrote a song and he was in the bathtub and that was that the, was the uh, song. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, JJ from LA. Oh, that was good. You know what? I this this woman is still a saint in my eyes because and don't take recommendations from us. <laughs> it's probably wisdom. It's probably wisdom yeah. right there. Uh let's see. Johnny T from the UK called in. Ah, Johnny T. Hey, hey Mike and Shane, it's Johnny T from the UK. How you doing guys? Hope you're doing well. Not special season, but I hope you've been watching the Breaking Bad catching up. You said you're going to have a marathon weekend. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully you liked it and stuff. Dude, I watched the last season. Like it's, I guess it's the last half season of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Mind has been blown. Really? I've got, I, I haven't seen. Dude, it's on Netflix. The first two seasons. I haven't first, seen a single episode. Check of it out. Bad. It's amazing. Really? And Johnny T, me and Johnny T are Breaking Bad super fans. Okay. Fucking great. It's so good. And Shana, hopefully you're uh, managing to keep in your body fluids whilst listening to the great <laughs> English band Iron Maiden. <laughs> Bless you. Anyway, um, yeah, you question the episode about uh, does a film make it scary if you believe it or believe it or not? I mean, I saw The Exorcist when I was very young. Sure. Um, and it did shit me up because that seems to be the one that, uh, that obviously must be started a this conversation saying, off. But shit me up. I don't know if I believe in ghosts or not or whatever else, but if I think it's a good film and it's made well, you know, it can scare Dude, you, whatever absolutely. it is, you know what I mean? It can be like something like Drag Me to Hell, which like makes you jump. And that's probably a big difference between actual jump scare and actually like, you know, physical fear. I mean, obviously you've got your classic slashes and all that kind of business where you know it's not real, so it's fantasy based. But right. I do think that, you know, if nothing scares you and then, I don't You're know, it's probably Jeffrey Dahmer, you know sorry, what I mean? Sorry, sorry. But um, yeah, on the whole, I think, you know, if it's a good film, made well, and it's something that's a subject that you may believe in, you may not believe in. Yeah, I think it can scare you. Anyway, Good job. that's my baldy, uh, limey, bollock answer. 
So that, so you I take care, guys. And, uh, sorry it's been a while, but I will call yes. in again very soon. Yeah, take you care, love better. you guys. Goodbye. I hear him on Motion you? Picture Massacre. Did you hear him kiss us? I know, he gave, us, he gave us the, um, you, you, what do they call the, uh, what do they call that. the Americans? You, you, pig yanks. bastards? You yanks? Yanks. Yeah. You, you I wankers, them, wankers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I asked him one time if, if limey was like a real insult, and he said that if it came from me, then it's not an insult, but I still hope it's not an insult, because I call all British people limeys. He calls into Motion Picture Massacre all the time. No, because Vaughn's got that. You know, Vaughn, Vaughn's a man. and... He just had the babe with Holly, and right. congratulations. Yeah, yikes. You're in Von Vikenberg the fourth or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. There's a big long line of them, but congrats on that. But Johnny T calls in all the time. Well, love you, Johnny T. We love I love it. <laughs> uh, Lauren called in. In fact, we're going to be on the phone with Lauren in 20 minutes. So yes. Here she is. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. Yo. By the time you hear this, it will be hours away from the kickoff of the world away. premiere Skype Netflix movie watching party. 20 minutes. And I think it should be great fun, regardless of how many technical glitches there uh, are. We're going to have tons, but it's going to be and, fun. And um, uh, for the question of the episode, um, whether you have to be, I forget the exact question, but either like religious or a true believer to fully appreciate and be freaked out by movies about... Um, demonic possession and, mm-hmm, and spirits, mm-hmm, and I'm not sure if you you were throwing in ghost stories. No, in whatever. There too. It's it's open. I would have to say that, um, based on my parents' cynicism about their religious upbringing, um, I was I pretty much don't consider myself very religious. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm still affected by movies that have the element of demonic possession or sure. um, yeah. or spirits and I, I really don't like I don't like watching them. I'm not counting seventies um, fur burger movies. Oh I mean, those, those wait, are, wait. I don't find those to be scary. That's what I we're doing today. We're doing a seventies fur burger um, movie. So I you know I'm talking about stuff like the Exorcist or sure. um, the Shrine or Oh yeah, right. Just to mention one because you Mike, you spoke highly of that. I love the winter. Shrine. Um but I, I still am quite freaked out by the idea and and do think it's quite possible of, regardless of the cause, like something taking over your your brain and your will from Get the inside out. Uh, so that's you. actually very frightening to me. <laughs> and then um, the whole other issue of ghost movies, like I can't even fucking watch them like I, I watched like mungo with the lights turn on just because it, it got no way. such like rave reviews that was a good movie too, and though, um thought. like mungo i didn't that like it but yeah it was okay, okay. i was totally willing to suspend my disbelief that's what it, i think that's what it's, it's about that's shit out of me and um just the idea of something like that is freaky like something coming from the spirit world Right. Or coming forward from the future and confronting you in your daily life was just ugh. Oh yeah, um, big you know, alien ship Jimmy comes Gore, out. Hey everyone, I can take that. Um, we got eighteen legs and we're going to shoot you with a laser gun. Oh, lovely, thanks. <laughs> yeah, call your boss. So do I have to finish the day? Or er, no? Just coming from the inside of you to get you. I, I, I tend to actually like. 
shy away from those movies. You don't like things <laughs> and, um, inside you. Wait. I don't know. It's for martyrs since that's right, a uh, highly Catholic film. I that didn't come out the right way. I, I really thought the spiritual message in it was was beautiful in yeah. like a fucked up way. And yeah, okay. But I guess at the end of the day, my you know lack of so much of a concrete um religious upbringing was like I didn't concrete care at blood. the end of the day <laughs> what the girl saw when she you know whatever would at the moment that she was martyred um, right because it that just looked like she did with me yeah that was look a, in the eye of god that was or a brain buster. and it still looked like a profound experience you know regardless of whether it was a happy sight that she saw or right. not um and as for let's see the exorcist that movie creeped the fuck out of me right. especially because it also um and maybe also because it it's also like pretty strongly directed as at at young women. Um, I hadn't thought so, of that. But I've never uh, been a young as woman. As far as like how that would affect me Weird. differently I from <laughs> my parents who were so cynical about religion from having the shit kicked out of them coming up in Catholic school hmm. that they didn't choose to give me a particularly strong religious upbringing. Um, like they were more strongly impacted by the exorcist, especially cause they saw it in the seventies when it first came out. Right. Um, so my dad who does not make, pe- he makes people cry. He doesn't cry. But <laughs> after he saw the exorcist, he shot up in the middle of the night with like screaming, crying nightmare. Whoa. So really, I mean with certain films, I think maybe a religious upbringing does make a difference. Um, and especially, and it could well, that also was such been, a powerful movie all the way around. Um, I think. Wait, oh, yeah. I shouldn't give it you up because we're doing that on Halloween. My dad episode, watched so it, and the fact that my parents had gone to school. Well, everyone where loves the it, but Exorcist Dave was filmed. Well, Dave's um, a douche, which is a Catholic. Thank you. Um, <laughs> college kidding. and university. So no, I'm, not, I'm not kidding, Dave. I don't right. know. At the end of the day, kidding, kind of. those <laughs> movies still affect me, but not really. Um. <laughs> so. Just kidding. Yeah, I think you kind can of. appreciate something even without the Dave, religious upbringing, we but we do love Dave. He's it's a not necessarily going to have you really. shooting up in the middle of the night and well, that must having have been a screaming big deal and crying nightmare when you're this super like, even though you're like a super beefy butch dude, um, like my dad. But whatever, I think I, I don't even know what I'm doing answering this question. So. Uh, looking forward to the episode and see Sweet. you guys. You know, that's pretty, I mean, that's a pretty powerful type of, I mean, the, I mean, I guess not powerful, but the thing is, is, I mean, that's a pretty poignant voicemail because it's like, she, I mean, her dad, who was against all this stuff, you know, in, in that, sharing that experience. Well, and he's a big, wow. burly dude that don't cry. Yeah. I know one of those guys. He's handsome and bald. Oh, you don't cry? No, I'm not talking about me. Terms of endearment, I dude. Cry. We're gonna watch you, you cry like a fucking baby. Are you kidding baby. me, dude? I just watched. I just watched. Pay it forward with my daughter. I was sobbing like a little yeah. girl, dude. All right, we got one more voicemail, and the thing is, we got we let's get through this voicemail. Uh, we got to yeah. hurry through this because we are gonna start on that cadet. Um, sorry, the Corpse Cast st- Skype night in 15 minutes. So let's get through this real quick. Yes, and we have to go take a break first, too. By the way, yes. Hey, Mike and Shane, it's hey. Aaron. I didn't send in yes. a voicemail last week because I had no funnies. Yeah, so well, we missed it. He's got to work on that shit. I have to take a week off. Um, <laughs> Mike, if you want me to send in more voicemails, you yes. can send them in weekly. Yeah, we do. Send me a picture of you with a full beard wearing a red flannel shirt. 
and Easy. holding an axe. Easy. Then you will get voiced. Uh, what? Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. just had no funny, so I don't feel fapping, like setting one in. Fapping me. Question the episode. If you don't believe in a film's subject matter, does it ruin the movie for you? No. You have Good. to suspend disbelief anyway because yes. you're aware that they, what you're watching isn't real. You're watching moving this pictures is my on point. TV. I don't believe the Holocaust moving happened, pictures, but I rush, still watch World War II movies. Did you just hear what he said? I don't really care either way because I'm just watching movies to be entertained. <laughs> so that was a quick bullshit answer to <laughs> question the episode. He said he doesn't really I almost didn't the, the make it to the recordings of the end tonight because I took oh, the biggest shit I've ever taken in my life, and for all I know, I am fucking internally bleeding right now. Um, you guys are recording on a Saturday, right so over right I might now, be dead by mm-hmm. now. Either way, you'll know what Give happened. Give it to him on this voice. You guys now. reviewed Mother's Day, yeah, and I can't believe you didn't like that, Mike. That's it was the, okay. One I didn't of the few hate it. movies I can. Uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't like. I didn't I love it. I bet you can though. guess my favorite quote from that movie. I don't I'll remember. never be free as long as I'm a black man in America. I do. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. that's my favorite quote of the movie. <laughs> Jamie from Devour the Podcast said I sound like John Goodman. Well, I, I'm I still know. confused about that. I don't that know. Do I have an accent too. or something? I because sounds like John I've Goodman. never heard that one before. Yeah. Sounds more like taking that as a compliment because <laughs> you don't get manlier than that than John Goodman, but... uh. That's weird, because okay. he has the deepest, graveliest friggin' voice that sound like a, a sounds goyle like that next big to him. blue troll Whatever. and, uh, Last episode uh, for Filthy Frontman. What the that, F, that Shane? No movie. mention of Seth Putnam from Anal Cunt. He put out a promotion oh. for his last album before he died, obviously. Anal well, Cunt. The first I'm 500 sorry. people who bought the album received a picture of him getting his ding-ding sucked while he shot up heroin. I thought that was hilarious. That's a perfect marketing gimmick. <laughs> he took his microphone cord and he wrapped it around his arm so he can shoot the heroin. And if you're interested, Dude, you can sorry. go on Google and see his uh, saggy old balls. Looks like two ostrich eggs and a turkey skin. 40-year-old pendulous Yikes, balls. Dude. And I know you'll fucking Google that. No, I will Mike, not. That's it. I don't have anything to I have fucking se- I have self-control, this sir. Week, Mike. <laughs> All these fucking big amazing. city words. I don't have a clue what you're talking about. So big city words. Sometimes Salt you Lake. should dumb down your questions, and I'll call in. I'll have a lot more to contribute. This is like a Wolfman question. Big I'm too dumb for this. Nights. So. Whatever. It'll be a short voicemail. F it. You guys kick ass. Bye. Okay. So here. Okay. A couple things. Yeah. That's all the voicemails. Sorry about it, cunt. I forgot about him. I, you know, I'm just glad he called back. Sorry, I was, I was, I, I was afraid that we um, offended him, in, which, which is like amazing. we gave him a diss. We kept I didn't, talking I didn't about think his mama. that he could have been offended, but whatever. Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. All I'm saying is, is uh, man, it's good to hear from you again. Uh, we got to hustle real quick. I mean, I two errands. It's yep. gonna, it's going to sound real quick. I mean, it's going to sound rush right now. But the thing is, we're going to do this call and then we're going to come back and do the normal episode. Here's my answer for the episode. Okay. I think that if you are not being a douche and you choose to watch a horror movie, you are entering into a contract uh, stating that you are going to suspend your disbelief. And for and with I with anything. Yeah, well, yeah, more or less. And and you know, fantasy stuff like that. And for any dickass who's sitting there saying, Well, uh, the exorcist didn't whatever because I don't believe in that shit. He's just trying to be an asshole. I, I truly think that and, right. and maybe that's maybe that's uh maybe people think I'm being a dick. But the thing is is it's like don't it's not you don't need to 
pretend you're cool people. I don't think if you believe in gods or God, God or this or that or anything else, or yes. ghosts or devils or demons, I do not think it matters. Because if you're in a creepy dark theater and you're watching something where you're going, what would I do let, in their situation? Let yourself go. You let yourself get into it and enjoy it. Or else you're just going to be a tool and you're in your, you know, and you're, you're just ruining your own time, but we're going to hurry yeah, with ruining this because we, we only have 10 minutes before the, 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 st- the call starts. Right. Sorry, sorry people that we're hurrying this up, but, um, let me just, let me just drop the, uh, the and question for the answer. next episode. That, yeah, that's perfect. Um, the next episode this week, by the way, I busted a new record for watching movies in the theater this week. Okay. I went and saw Hotel Transylvania with Adam Sandler, my, my, uh, comedy, uh, genius, Legend you know, whatever buddy. he is. Yeah. Um, and I also friend. saw Dread, which sucked ass, but it, you know, I knew it would. It was terrible. Okay. It was bad. Anyway, um, it kind of led me to think of the next question of the episode, though, uh, because I realized at my old age, I'm becoming more complacent in my theater movie watching, you know? Okay. Uh, in fact, I'm quite happy to wait for 99% of the movies, you know, to leave theaters and come to the internets or, you know, or whatever. Um, well, the thing, you know, we've also had a conversation about House at the End of the Street on the Facebook group. It's like, oh, people are like, yeah, it's good. No, it's bad. I'm like, I don't even care. I won't even know for a couple months and I don't even care about that because I, there's nothing out there that makes me want to go see it. Right. Here is the question of the episode. I remember I used to get excited for movies in theater. And it hasn't happened to me in a long time. Right. What is the last horror movie that you've been excited to actually go out and see, see in the theater? theater. Good. You know what? The thing is, is I know what my last one was. And I know, you know, after I started thinking about this and I know what my next one was. But that's the question of the episode. Let's wait till people call them in. Good. And whatever. The, the voicemail is 206-339-2730. And I, apparently the voicemail uh, greeting got got uh, deleted. But still call it in 206-339-2730. It is the right number. Just call it right. if it just goes, talk, so or whatever it says. Let, let, let's talk. do this. I. We're, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, but it's going to be a two-hour break because we're going to do this movie, and then yeah. we're going to then we're going to come back and talk about EZO and Satan's Blood. Nice. Look at my eyes I 
got done with the skype party man that was a good time that was so much fun listen i didn't watch i think i watched probably one minute of severance but uh i i mean i had a great time talking to everyone was a good it was fun man (laughs) we had technical difficulties oh my gosh did we ever as you do with new Listen, you know, ideas. That was our first shot at uh, doing the whole, you know, Sky Netflix movie party. It's like the Wright brothers with that first plane idea exactly. that had 40 wings. <laughs> yeah. And it, it totally crashed and burned, but you know what? We ended up having a workout. We had a great Hell time. We yes. had who who do we have? We had Katie Rods, Johnny Krug, Jamie, Alan. Lauren, Alan, Dan, uh, Lauren, host, crew, the crew. I said crew. Oh. You know, we had, oh my gosh, that was so much fun, man. <laughs> I, I would love to do that again. I mean, even yeah, though I didn't I really watch a, a movie because we were just in and out taking, uh, you know, taking our time, having a good time. Yeah. Uh, Dan, I think is still passed out right now. Yeah. I don't know if he knows where he is right now. You know, knee deep in the hoopla. You know, what's funny is Alan in and out, Mr. In and out. Hanging was hanging. He was he was there. He was having a good time. Yeah, that was awesome. That God, that was so much fun. I just had a great. And Stacy from Creepy Kitsch, man. Stacy was like a firecracker. When man. everybody gets talking like that, it's it's really no matter what movie you put on, absolutely. Well, it's about the good times. If it was a good time, we had fun times. Anyways, we still have some podcasts to get through. Here we go with Easy O. Take it, Shane. Yes. You just heard Mike's minute that's not really a minute of E-Z-O. That's right, baby. Oh, man. From Sapporo, Japan. I couldn't find an official website because I don't think there is an official website I wonder if for E-Z-O. Yeah, I don't think they're still around or anything like that. They are non-existent. Uh, to, to the layman, to the, to the rock, on tour out there, they are non-existent. EZO sure. is an Ameri- or is a Japanese band. Uh, EZO is an American self-titled release from Japan heavy metal glam band. EZO released April 1987. Playing time is 35 minutes 46 seconds. And long. it only had like nine tracks, right? Nine tracks. Uh, the album hit the 150 mark. One five zero like on, on the, the Billboard chart okay. on the American charts. All right, the Billboard charts two hundred. Um, <laughs> we're still trying to recover from I the know. Netflix sky party that we just had. <laughs> but it was a good time. I, was, I had you, so much fun. Yeah! It was so much fun. This album was produced by Gene Simmons of Kiss and Val Garay. Uh, a record producer who has recorded such names as Kim Carnes, 
Queensryche. Ooh, nice. Mr. Big. Ooh. Ringo Starr and Neil Diamond. Dude, in, mi- wow. In 1982, Val Garay won a Grammy for Album of the Year with Kim Carnes' hit. Do you remember her uh, hit, Kim Carnes? I don't even know who that is. Kim Carnes? I know you know the song. Okay, let's hear it. She got Betty Davis. That's Kim Carnes. Kim Carnes. No way. Really? The band formed in 1982, calling themselves Flatpacker. Okay. Which is weird because those those um, those Japanese bands they would come up with American slang like uh, flat tire. They call flat tire like heavy metal music in Japan. Okay, that's cool. Um, but listen, they, Japan is the is the tentacle porn and all that stuff. We there's no logic to it. We don't understand. Let's just give it to we them. We just don't understand. Absol- what you, absolutely, what you people are talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, they started out as Flatpacker. Um, out of two high school bands, one called Power Station. Okay, and it's not the one you're thinking of. With Robert, uh, right? What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> How you gonna do it? Duran Duran, remember? Robert? I know what you're saying. I know exactly. Palmer, Robert Palmer. Yes, right. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, and, and a band called Scrap. And the members they started, E Z O. Let's talk about the members. Okay. Masaki Yamada on vocals. Yes. Taro Takashi on bass. Mm-hmm. Shoyolido on guitar, <laughs> and Hiro Homa on drums the band really played the glam look and the makeup angle and i thought they looked like a japanese version of kiss and the reason why i say that is because gene simmons produced this album well and i have a theory because gene simmons is a finger on the pulse of not everything that is good but that might make money. Oh, absolutely. My theory is is that Gene Simmons either played shows with them in Japan or he saw them and said, you know what? I might be able to market this band absolutely. in America and make some cash. <laughs> what did you think? Well, okay, so let's just get started with this. Um, as you heard from the one minute that's not really a minute, these guys are pretty... It's pretty obvious what time frame of of band the when when their rise to popularity came. If there was a rise to popularity, they hit at the one fifty. Yeah, pop. this was a unbelievably eighties band. And when I say unbelievably, I mean basically these guys sound these guys oozed it. They were in L.A. They weren't in Southern California. You know, yeah. they they were nowhere near where this kind of music was popular back in eighty seven or whatever. But these guys ooze that sound, man. And you know me. You know how I feel about this sound. Yeah. This is an unbelievably awesome sound to me. Yeah. Um, they had an, I mean, it's funny because I'd never even heard of this band before, but out of nine tunes, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, there's five tunes that I would say are great. Yeah. Let me, let me run this down. House of a Thousand Pleasures, the kick off the album with House of a Thousand Pleasures. And it's of a thousand. You can hear that Japanese all oh. over those vocals. You know what's so funny is I did not hear any Japanese. I just assumed, really, yeah. I assumed they were like uh, you didn't. Well, I think I knew that they were Japanese before I 
I started listening to them, but the thing is, is they fit right in with that with that scene, man. Um, you know, and it's funny you talked about how Gene Simmons did that the uh, video for a song, which is next on my list, called "Flashback Heart Attack." Yeah, that they was had, the big single. Yeah, they had all in nineteen eighty seven. That was the stuff. big. All right, we're breaking you into the market. And you know, that's a. Per- and I actually even posted that video up on the Facebook group and whatnot. And it's, right. you know, the thing is, is you put. Uh, obviously the video is for weird looking Japanese guys playing some rock. But I mean, you listen to that song. I didn't, I would never have guessed they were Japanese. This is practically hair metal. I throw on, I throw on the video and I look, man, are these guys going for some shock rock because they got the makeup on? They got the teased hair. You know, back in the day, shock rock was just, you know, makeup and and they kind of look to me like, uh, shouted the devil crew. Like kind of that, kind of that era crew. Yeah, know? and even that chick in the uh, she looks the uh, looks the kill video. Yeah, absolutely. She had that. Uh, like I had kind of flashbacks For of her sure. running around or something. <laughs> oh. No, absolutely. But my favorite songs on this album, like I said, "House of a Thousand Pleasures," uh, "Flashback," "Heart Attack," "Here It Comes," "I Walk Alone," and "Kiss of Fire." But the thing is, is there's not really one song on this album that's bad. You know, the, the, the only thing I would say in that, that I would say is that this is very steeped in the 80s hair metal sound. If you don't like the sound, you're not going to like this band. Dude, let me tell you this. Beside, have you heard of a man called Loudness? Of course. They're the other have Japanese. you heard of a band called Balzac? Um, I've heard of them. I've never really got into them. We'll, we'll do one of their albums okay. on the show, but they're horror punk yeah, from okay. Japan. Oh, I didn't know but that. But dude, there is no market for Japanese rock and roll. Really? Okay. I mean, it is a handful of bands that have actually made it to the U.S. and have sold records. It's funny you say that because I know a lot of bands who, you know, were marginal at best here in the U.S. but have gone to Japan and been huge. Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. Go from America to Japan. That's one thing. And they love American culture and they sure. love everything about that. Sure. But bands to come over, I mean, even if you're going, man, I just don't like EZO. Right. You have to respect and now Gene Simmons had a big hand in that. Cause he's got all the connections to go, I'm producing this album from this Japanese band. Right. And therefore, you know, he may have had a lot of strings to pull to oh, go. Oh, for sure. But it's a small market of bands that have ever made it this far. Did they get huge? No. 150 on the Billboard charts. That's as mm-hmm. high as they got. Which, you know, it's so funny because you listen to this and it's like, okay, maybe there's not like that huge, I mean, what, what was it? Uh, flashback, Heart Attack. Maybe it wasn't like the greatest song from that era or anything like that. But the thing is, is it's like it sounded so much like so much that was going on at that point in time. Yeah, sure. And, you know, the thing is too is, is I don't know if these guys have like a, uh, like uh, you know, a set, an album or a set of tunes that really set them apart from the crowd. Oh, but, absolutely not. But the thing is, is I mean, they were right there. It's, yeah, it's, it's as if you know they were like, okay, let's study up on Southern California music from the you know late '80s and let's mimic that. But that I, like I, I even think that even back in 1987. People that were watching that, I, I know for me, when I saw it, it wasn't like a world premiere because right. it wasn't overkill or something like sure. that, you know, but it was like, hey, here's this new video from this Japanese band. Right. People were going, 
Whoa, well, they're from Japan. Holy shit! Well, and that's their shtick. But I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, their their music though. Okay, let's just yeah. take their music. It there was nothing different about it than that when than what was going on at that time. True, and that's not like a slight on them. I'm not trying to say that they. It suck. did have those little overtones of Japanese of Japan in there. You know, it's funny you like say that. that. <laughs> I do not notice either. Oh, man. I Flashback heart attack. I was like, that little breakdown right there, I was like, dang, that's that's Japan. If you played this album for me, I would never have guessed that they wow. were not from here. And it's funny because, I mean, even the lead singer is from Japan. and The whole know, band. Yeah, well, I, well, that's what I'm saying. He's singing in English lyrics yeah. and with a voice that fits right in. And listen, like I said, I'm not trying to make that a slight on this band. Sure. Because you know me, I love this era this era to me the the whole hair metal thing type you know that that whole type of vibe and that look and even if they were going for some shock rock and whatever i dig it man and you know the more the merrier as far as i'm concerned however i mean you put them up against these bands i i can see why they didn't get be- why they didn't get higher than like 150 yeah but at the same time it's like this was you know back in the day growing up this was this was lawn mowing music for me man yeah, it was still Perfect. yeah, it's it's still right there. Here's here's something crazy for okay, you. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you ever li- ever listened to Z-Rock? No. Uh yeah, okay. Sure. Z-Rock like a long time ago. Yeah, sure. That 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 whole bit that they put into Z-Rock. Right. No, yeah. Absolutely. Is that opening riff from House of a Thousand Pleasures. Really? Yeah. Okay. So All like right. that right. is lasted them longer than their career is that because you can still find that radio station right now in utah oh really no yeah, way because like i don't or something we've but, talked about this a hundred times that i don't listen to terrestrial radio and you i don't listen to any kind of radio i don't even have to qualify it with terrestrial but it's like that's amazing you know it's funny though because if you're looking for because that's a pretty typical riff type of deal but yeah. the thing is is nobody knows what it is you yeah, know, because it's easy O as opposed to poison or slaughter. Well, it's or, just like that. I mean, like when I hear that, I think uh, that that opening for uh, in uh, living color. I did too. Cult of a cult personality. Of personality. Or yep, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you know, they're glammy. They're it's foreign. It's it's it, you know. I don't know, dude. I, I enjoyed it when it came out, and I was like, what the hell? I'd never heard of this band, but listening to it now, even though I hadn't heard it, it took me back to that late 80s you know, type of vibe. I mean, and the thing is, is that was, that's, that's the time in my life when I was really starting to get into music, yeah. you know, just for, you know, just for music's sake. I mean, it's, it's, fl- it's, it's a total fluff album. For oh, me, for sure. this has three tiers of, Goodness. Okay. I mean, as far okay. as like, like flashback heart attack and kiss of fire are on the top. Absolutely. That, those should have been the singles. House of a thousand pleasures. I, I would even, that. I would even say that kiss of fire should have been their first single. Really? Okay. That's to a, to go, Hey team. America, here we are. And then on the second tier, I would put house of a thousand pleasures. Oh, I love that song. Destroyer. Sure. Um, and then the rest would go down below, uh, Desiree. And, and it's all not that like shit. it's bad. It's just, it's just, there's not, there's not one thing special about it. There's nothing deep. It is a fluff album. And sure. it's, it's on Spotify. Okay. I don't know where you go. I, I can't say go buy this because I don't know where you buy it. Is it even on? I mean, it seems like, for, it seems it's like probably in this day on and age vinyl. 
It's well, probably, you probably on CD, to but Amazon, you're going to find yeah. it on Amazon or sure. eBay, and that's your best bet. Spotify is your best bet. I would say buy it because I enjoy the shit Listen, out of it. Listen, I like but- this album a lot. The thing is, is, is like you said, I mean, there, there's a handful of songs that maybe make it to the best of Corpse Cast playlist. But other than that, it just kind of seems like, listen, I'm not being, I mean, I'm not like saying it sucks, but there's just not anything special about it after those, like that, okay, I'll give you the top tier, maybe the top two tiers in your mind. Yeah. Because I loved, I loved the opening song, House of a Thousand Pleasures. I love that tune. That's a great tune. That's on the second tier. But it was like, even that album, when you listen to it, Uh it almost sounded like if Gene Simmons had his fucking fingers in the, in the (laughs) twat of ever, you should uh, see his hand motions right now. It's really disgusting. If he he had a finger in the vagina, uh, every fucking person in that building going, I'm fucking Gene Simmons. Simmons. Right, right. It almost sounded like that album was set up for Flashback is really produced. Uh-huh. Uh, Kiss of Fire is really produced. Sure. And then the rest of the album, let's mix down really good because these are going to be the two singles. Right. Well, the thing is, is that was what it was all about back then, too. I mean, it's, it's making exactly. it play for radio. I mean, nowadays, I mean, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know right now how they do it because I haven't listened to the radio in so long. I don't even know what it's like. The thing hey, is, is back I can in the look- day, you know, as well as I do back in the day, it wasn't about like what Queensryche would pull off right. where the entire album Absolutely. was fantastic. Absolutely. It was about, no, no, no. We need two good singles off that. We need bitch. two singles, but we need the whole album to be 45 to an hour. Yeah. You know, and that's what it was about. All we need. I don't give a shit if the Absolutely. rest of those songs suck balls. It's funny. Give us two good singles. It's funny because now I listen to an album because there's been a lot of stuff that I've never heard of before, you know, that we do on the show. And it's like, I've listened to that and I've thought, you know, I wonder, you know, I wonder what the singles would be from this album. It's hard for me to determine right. because it's, I, I honestly think that it's a little bit different than it was back then when there was no, you know, uh, Spotify, when there was well, no. Well, yeah, when you can just find the songs that you really like. Sure. I mean, dude, I love that Gautier song, uh, somebody that I used to know, but I don't, okay. the rest of the album sucks fucking no, I've never even, I don't. I've barely even heard that song. I've seen the video parodied more than I've even heard yeah, that song. I, I like that tune. I like one other tune, and then I go, eh. But back <laughs> then, that was a selling album. Right. If you're talking like 80s. 90s oh dude I that totally was th- that's like that's all we need it's funny we need because, a ball buster single yes and then something to back it up i remember when i bought an album and there was more than like three tunes that were any good yeah i was amazing the album because it mm. didn't need more than two or three albums back then you bought that whole effing cd you threw it in and it's like it, when when there was tapes it's funny because now tell me if you think i'm crazy no but when there okay. were tapes you know, you have the whole, you, you, the first few songs on the front side and the first couple songs on the second side were good. Yeah. I just fast forwarded through the rest of that shit. Or if you were lucky on a cassette, you could have the badass song on one side and the badass song on another. And you had that yes. tape where you could go, I'm listening to that awesome song. And then you Stop, flip it. Flip it and boom. Yep. That That's how old we are song. right now. Yeah. Because right now you could get the good songs drowned out by the rest of the fluff. And yeah. I hate to admit it. It is fluff. And the most, most of the albums I bought back then were mostly fluff. Even like bands that I look like Slaughter that, uh, open up and say, well, no, 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 open up and say that was poison. But what was that first Slaughter album that came out? Uh, with Burning Bridges and, uh, 
uh, Eye to Eye and Fly to the Angels. I can't remember what the album's Fly called. To the oh, no, no, that was Stick It To You. That was called Stick It yeah. To You. The thing is, is I would throw that in. You listen to a couple songs, fast forward. Yeah. Fast forward. Even Queensryche Empire, I would listen to it. And then on the Jet other side, you listen to the first yeah. few songs. Actually, no, I take it back because I love that freaking album. Even Della Brown. But there was stuff. those albums out there yes. that you would go, uh Flip it. Absolutely. And it, and it just made sense to do that because there was the rest of the tunes you see. And then when CD on. came in, it was just easy to go, oh, now yeah. I don't have to sit here and wait five right. minutes to go. Right, right. I can just go, blink. I'll never forget driving in my first car, the Red Rider. Okay, no, no, no. The first, my first car was Boneville. I'd put the, I'd, I'd put the, the tape in, listening to Boneville. And I mean, there's times that I've been making out in the back seat where I'll yeah. say, I'm like, hold on a second, and I'd go and fast forward the rest of that tape because I. You're didn't... making out with the lady in yeah. the back seat, and you go, hey, wait a minute. Yes, and I would fast forward. Yes, that has happened to me. Yes, indeed. Did she? Did she go? What the hell? And no. then she was like, oh, thank you. No, no, no. This song is so hot. She I'm was glad so that into you it. Because, stopped. I mean, because look at this, Shane. Yeah. Look at this. I know. Shane. I know. That, it's that's a all fucking, I know. It's a magical dream. <laughs> oh, sure. But what I'm saying is, there was never once where she went, dude, fuck the tune. You know how you can get busy the whole time? Wow. Nine Inch Nails album. Well, because it kind Pretty of starts. It kind of You put oh, that dude. sucker on, and boom. Well, you Pretty Hate Machine was a great album. Just, Pretty hate machine. You got to admit that was like a. Uh, We're gonna put uh, that on the list. We got you know I could I could do that album right now without having listened to it in years because of how many times I like the downward spiral too. I like that album. It, it seems like that though. Their first album was like uh, you know oh my gosh even the ones where it was like I was up in it and stuff like that or what was it I was down in oh it, yeah yeah, you know? yeah there, there's some hit and misses there was that. ring finger I loved ring okay anyway let's let's move on. But yes, yes. So uh, what I'm going to say is this is a fluffy album. It is sure, a glammy. Absolutely. It is a Japanese stop, stop rock right and there, roll. Though. Yes. Stop, stop. Um, stop. Let me, ju- let me just go. I, I have some notes. I Collaborate st- and listen. Absolutely. Okay. I, I want to stop you right there. Okay. Because the thing is, this guy had a great voice. Yeah. There was great musicianship, which... Oh, yeah. Whether or not you want to believe it, the 80s music, that glam rock, there was a lot of great musicians that played in that. I don't care. Even dude, in the I most would say, shit. Dude, you know what totally made me go, holy shit? What? A, he had the double bass with one Tom okay. on the video. Okay. And you posted the video on the Facebook Absolutely. Group. But when, when they're going, it's that breakdown. Da-da-da-da. Oh, I love da-da, it. Da-da. And then when he does a stick spin and then points up to the sky, I was uh-huh. like, hell yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Even the even the lead singer had like a, a really good hair metal voice. And let yeah. me tell you something. Hair metal guys, whether you like them or not, they had a greater vocal range than... I don't know if this guy had the great... I mean, All right, I'm compared to general. American... Uh, glam. Guys? I'm talking in general. Okay, besides Alice in Chains and Lane Staley, and yeah. maybe the Soundgarden guy. Yeah. Um, you got to admit that these guys had some vocal, even like Janie Lane from yeah, the fluffiest had... Warrant album. These guys had some. But vocal he had range. that hoot Japan in there, you know. Hoot. I loved it. <laughs> you know, sure, <laughs> sure, absolutely. Let it bow, let it bay. Yeah, I. I really, yeah. I really like this album. I mean, but the thing is, is it, I think this whole episode is going to be about if you like the type of, of, of album or movie that this is, then you're going to love it. 
because right. this was an '80s hair metal type of deal. What was this? So you said this album was on Spotify. I never, I didn't. For some reason, I couldn't find it on Spotify. I always played it off the MP3s that you saw that you uh, sent to me. I, I think it is. I I hope that it's not reading off off the MP3s that be. I have. It might be because when I but put I think it Owen, is. There was just some kind of rapper or something like that. Let's, we'll check that out at yeah. the break. We'll check that out and we'll, we'll take a look at, well, of course we can't take a look. That's at, the thing about this band, dude, is I don't know how, you can't say buy it or you can't say right. anything about it because I don't even know how readily available it is. Well, it's good stuff. You can find it on, on, uh, if nothing else, at the very last, you know, uh, if you got nothing else, it's on you. There's a lot of the tunes on YouTube. So yeah. you can go check out. I would, I would suggest that you start out with House of a Thousand Pleasures, uh, Flashback Heart Attack, which I've even posted. So I know it's there. It's good stuff, man. Now, I don't know. Um, it's hard for me to say, you know, when you, when you start stacking it up against maybe second tier or third tier hair metal bands, you know, like, like, I mean, you had the poison and the Def Leppard and the warrant, which, you know, which was pretty popular stuff, which was pretty big time. You know, and then you get into the Babylon AD stuff like that. I would put those right, which is, well, sorry, when I say Babylon AD, I would say that those types of bands are probably more, they mean more to me than some of those totally fluffy bands. I would put these EZO in that same kind of, listen, we're here, we're doing glam rock, but we are not super, super popular. The only thing that I would say over, over everything is that there are very few bands that ever come from Japan and make any kind of Dent. I didn't know Balzac in. was from Japan, so that's cool. Yeah. We'll have to do oh, they're, they're a great fucking We'll band, have to dude. do We'll that, put dude. some Balzac okay, on there. That. Loudness. Cool. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I, I saw Loudness open for um, Motley Crue on uh, the Theater oh, no Pain Tour. No way. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, dude. I, very few bands get there. These guys got there. You know, take it for what it Gene is. Gene Simmons started. Gene and they, Simmons had and they his had finger a second in the album, but that was it. Yeah, it's that was all fire. Fire, um, yeah, but man, it's just check it out. I would say think. go check it out. I would say buy this album because this album's great. And I would if say you can find it. I would say buy it if you can find it. Yeah, but absolutely. Don't slap us if you don't like it. Uh, Spotify. <laughs> well, you you've got to like the '80s stuff anyway. All right, so what do we got? Uh, okay. Some quiz are, time now. Are you what? ready for the quiz? I I hope so. All right, let's do it. Okay, now first off, I want to give you a little breakdown of what exactly was happening. EZO hit the Billboard chart, the top two hundred okay. Billboard charts at one five zero. Right. Do you remember what I told you earlier on Spotify? <laughs> the 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 artist that was one five one oh at the God. exact same time ezo all i remember his name was jack wagner okay and, and what was, was the song i don't remember the song but you oh, said he was on general hospital Need. i thought that was air supply man it's just a little time that's a good tune be sure i've heard that song. i love that song <laughs> he was one five one okay with okay. ezo okay let me give you a little taste of what came out that year are you ready <laughs> okay, for this seven yes King Diamond's Abigail, Anthrax, Among the Living, Sabotage, Hall of the Mountain King, Dude, Overkill, that's all good stuff. Taking Over, Dio, Dream Evil, and 
Guns and Roses appetite oh, for destruction. That changed that my life. That is all in that same year as ECO. That changed going, my life. Man. You know, I'm starting to think I realize why Ezio was 150 and Guns N' Roses was probably up in the top five. Well, let me. Le, well, here's where the quiz comes in. Okay, okay. I tried to find artists that were under the 150 mark oh, okay. for Ezio. Okay, I couldn't find that. Okay, it, it it was just like even Billboard's website was like, don't have that. Info. <laughs> so what I decided to do is put together a quiz. For that month. Oh, really? April. Okay. okay. 1987. Okay. The top tens. Ooh. So I've got six. Oh, dear. Of the top. Let's go for it. Let's do it. And I want you to refrain till okay. the end of, of each course, of these. Of course, of sir, course. Sir, if you don't wait, mind. Wait, Let me ask you something. You're going to ask a question, and then if I don't know, will you sing a little ditty? I may give you a hint. Okay. But these will be the top Ten artists. Okay. One of the top ten okay. artists for April 1987. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number one. Formed in Clifton Heights, PA in 1983 by the singer, songwriter, keyboardist, guitarist. They started out as a glam rock metal band while playing the Empire Rock Club in PA. <laughs> Nothing so far. A young Johnny Bonnie Jovovich. Got on the horn to his record label. No glass slipper or fairies needed. A fairy tale was born. This album ranked at number three in February and fell to 10 the first week of April. Who is this band? Bon- John Bon Jovi? Johnny Bonnie oh, Jovovich. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. He got on the horn. He said, you need to check this fucking band out. I, you know what? I have no idea. I have no way. Wait, wait. I'm going to give you one okay. hint. Okay, hint. I can't fall it is. So wait, wait. Keep going. Fall before my eyes. Wait, wait. Seems stop, like stop. a thousand years since Cinderella. It. Yeah. Yes. Turn, Turn up. up the radio. Oh, all right, I needed a hint, but I love that album. Right. I love that song. I love that band. There you go. You got to admit that was a pretty good version of that. <laughs> hey, give me a call if you need any uh, singing <laughs> in. All right, number two. Okay. This top ten charting album Whoa, was the, What album was that, by the way? The, that was, uh, uh, it was self, uh, self-titled, self Cinderella. What, what was it on was, it? It was... Uh, Do you even know? Sorry. Nobody's fool, nobody shake me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, that was, was, that was called, an album uh, called, uh, called Night remember. Songs. Night Songs. Yeah, yeah okay. Right. All right. You, okay, cool. So you legitimately I, won those points. Yeah, okay. Because awesome. I totally fucking gave it away to you. Sorry. I, I appreciate so you pulled it back. That's a legitimate Night point. Songs. We'll take it. Okay. I'm one or no. Okay. Because you got the points back. Ab, thank you very much. Because I totally gave it away to you. All right. <laughs> this top 10 charting album was the third release from this Swedish hard rock band. It had five singles and topped out at number nine on the top 200 in Swedish. the month of April. I can almost bet that the triumphant keyboard rockage that happens on their hit single is a mind-numbing repeater at local Bobcat 
games that you love so much. Let's go it for the Bobcats! Yes, Europe. Thank you very much. The radio. Thank you very much. I didn't know they were Swedish. Thank you very much. For extra points, what were the other singles? Um, okay, so we had Final Countdown. We had Rock Now, Rock, rock the Night. Too yeah. early in the morning the light. Other? And we had, uh, uh, wait, wait. Carry. Carry. All right. All right. Cherokee. I'll... I don't remember that. I don't remember. Che- I do remember Cherokee, but it wasn't that great of a tune. I can't believe yeah, that was one of the hot I, I, stuff. I don't okay. remember that. But that, they're all in the same. That's the that's top. the same. Yeah. Well, while Ezo is hanging at one fifty, these guys these are, are these are as, the top as they should. I. By the way, I love that one album from Europe. I don't know if they had any other shit, but those are the only ones I like. All right, number three. These chicks were hot. They charted with their first official album. On Enigma Records, but it was but it was a slow ride at first, and finally peaked at number three in May of '87. <laughs> Their poppy rock glam mix with over the top glam look made them to uh, made them to some a god and stupid to others. This album spawned four singles. And has sold over four million copies worldwide. The only four guys to make me rub my boner against the magazine <laughs> at the Seven Eleven. Uh, okay, can I can I ask you a quick question on this? Was there a was there a song that went? I've been living on the edge of a broken. Listen to the oh, question okay. one more time okay, because okay, I kind of okay. jerked it. Okay, okay. sorry. Okay. These chicks were hot. Okay. They charted with their first official album on Enigma Records, but it was a slow ride at first and finally peaked at number three in May of 87. Their poppy rock glam mixed with over-the-top glam look made them a joke to some, but a god to others. This album spawned four You're not talking singles about. and had sold over four million copies worldwide. You're not the t- only four guys to to ever make me rub my boner against the magazine <laughs> stand at Seven Eleven. Are you talking about? Are you talking about poison? Open up and say, "I'll uh, turn up the radio." Yeah. All right. Whoa. Do you- well, was it open up and say ah? Because that was there. That oh, was it. Yes. No, it wasn't open. No, no, no. It was. Uh, Look no, no, don't tell cat. me. Oh, that's what. That's right. Look what the cat dragged. All right. You're Do right. you know You're the right. four singles? Okay. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Shit. So, okay. Uh, it was. Uh, Wind big. Mama's falling. No, oh, that's really? not even on the same album. No. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. Living at a last. No. Yes, it is. No. Are you sure? Dude, we're, we're talking about look what the cat dragged in. So you got talk oh dirty my, to me. Oh, talk dirty to me is great. Oh my gosh, look what the cat dragged in. Nope. What was it? Here was their four singles. Okay. You gotta cry tough out on the street. No way. Making your dreams happen. That song suck balls. Talk okay. dirty to me. I didn't know that was I on that. won't forget you, babe. I won't forget you. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh. Are we uh, sure fun? I want action, action tonight. tonight. Are we sure that, 
Uh, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe those Fallen songs Angel, are. I think you're right. Fallen Angel was on the one with uh, Every Rose. Yes, and all that absolutely. Shit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're right. In you're April, right. it was at, no, at this particular Album? month. Okay. That okay. ECO was at one five zero. Okay. They were at number seven on the charts. Okay. Okay. All right, number four. These fellas started out as a hardcore band. Was a compilation called New York Thrash that they were on. They had a little local success. They changed their musical style, released a demo album called Cookie Puss, and toured with Madonna. What? All before, all before the release of their first official album that was number one in April oh. of 1987. Okay, so, whoa, can you say that again, dude? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, say it again. These fellas started out as a hardcore band. They were on a compilation called New York Thrash. They had a little local success. They changed their musical style, released a demo album called Cookie Puss, and toured with Madonna all before they released their first official album. That I, was number one oh in gosh. April 1987. Okay, I need a hint. I need a hint. Carrie King. Sl- Slayer. No. Well, I have no idea then, dude. What? What? Carrie King? Uh the vi- Carrie King was in their video. Okay, why don't you why don't you sing a little tune? Um, I'll, I'll give it right away. Okay, please do. All right. No sleep till. No sleep till. Are you serious? No, I told. I know. No sleep till. Oh my gosh! Why Beastie Boys? Holy shit! Beastie Boys. Gosh dang! Yeah, that's okay. a fail. I failed that one. That's that's Beastie good. Boys, dude. Isn't that wow. fucking amazing though? Before the release of License to Ill, dude. Right. They toured with Madonna. Wow. And then that album, their first album, number one, the same month. EZO was oh, down there wow. hanging at 150. Wow. They were number one. I've never been into those guys, but whatever. Let's go. Number oh, five. What are we at right now? We're at, so we're, okay, we're, so, we're three so and one. We're you're three, three, and three and one. Three and one. Okay. So go. you're doing fine. This popular album sold over 15 million copies, went all the way to number one in the UK. Okay. The band formed in 1967, and Peter Gabriel Whoa. was the singer slash flute. For the band. The Sorry. first week of April 1987, it was number six on the Billboard 200. What's the name of the band and oh, Genesis. the album? Genesis Invisible Touch. Ding. All right. Turn. You got to uh, give that to me. Thank, Thank you very much. The radio. Oh, Thank you. Okay. All right. We got it. But no, I want okay. more than that. Oh, shit. So give me the singles. There was four uh, singles. Land of Confusion. Yep. Invisible Touch. Okay, okay. Yep. I, okay, hold on. Okay. Actually, there's five. Into me. Your eyes bleed. In too deep. In too deep. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay, so we got three. Got two more. Two more off that one? There was five singles. Okay, so we album. got Land of Confusion. We got Invisible Touch. We got In Too Deep. And we got, uh, oh my God, I had this album. I love this album. Um, I can feel it 
coming. That's no. No, that's, I have no idea. Here tonight, no. I don't know. It's a tonight, tonight, tonight. tonight. Okay, what else? What else is there? Throwing it all away. I love, oh, yeah. I know. I'm not you're you're over there working yourself into a fucking froth. You love it. Okay, yeah. awesome, awesome stuff. All right, number six. Yeah. So you, you you're doing I, good. okay. Okay, we're good. All right, number six. This is it. Known as Demita Joe to her family, hmm. she was the youngest of the fam and started her career on a variety television show. Really, in 1982, she signed a deal with A and M Records. Uh, this album was her third official album. With all her records combined, she has sold over 100 million records. Wow, her brother owned the Elephant Man's Bones, and <laughs> she showed her titty at the Footsie Balls game. <laughs> the Super Bowl. That's got to be Janet Jackson. Now, okay, we got 87. Do you know what album it was? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for that. Janet Jackson, can I, can I ask you one quick the question? The first week of April, it was number five. We got... We On got the charts. The, is it... Uh, is it have... Black cat and Danny. It does. We are the rhythm so what's nation. So what, what, what is the name of the album? Oh, I have this album. Is it not Rhythm Nation? No. Oh, fuck. I don't Or shit. I don't know. Control. Control. Yes. Okay. So so I, do I get that one? Control. Do I get that one? Yeah, dude. I gave you Elephant one, Man two, Bones. Three, four. Three. Turn up. The radio. Okay, good. I'm, I'm totally stoked about that. I knew it was. I knew it was Janet. The elephant bones thing. Like totally. I know yeah, uh, because I'm okay. feeding you. Yeah, you're you're it's nice good. to me. Don't feed the animals. That's what I listen. Feed. We just did the whole Netflix Skype party, and uh, you know I'm a little bit impaired, so you know what it, it, I'm having a hard time. So you get you threw me a softball. I appreciate what that's you're doing. that's all I've got. But yeah. So you won the challenge. Thank Congratulations. You. Of course. I am used Look to at me. you over there. I'm I, I'm feeling pretty cocky right now. Yeah. Okay, what are you gonna do? I know. All right, know. so so here's the deal. We are going to be right back. We're gonna play a trailer for a, a a movie called Satan's Blood. Yes. We're gonna come right back and talk about it. Good. By the dreadful day of judgment, by the four beasts before the throne, having eyes before and behind. By the fire which is about the throne, I command thee to grace us with your presence, to enrich our poor souls, to take us into your heart. Talk to us, O powerful one. Shroud us in the frozen light of your eternal darkness. I command thee to enter our temple and let us speak with you. Come, O powerful one. All right, there you had it. That was the trailer to a Spanish sle- satanic sleaze movie. Yeah, called Satan's Blood. How about that? Arshante. That was. I think that's French, dude. Oh, but it's European. Well, whatever. It's man. the same. It's the same thing. It's European. What are you gonna do? Uh, okay, so basically, we've done quite a few Spanish films on this show. Yeah, uh, we've done the Blood Splatter Bride. Okay. Which, oh, yeah. That was early on, you know? Yeah. I and mean, that chick was totally on. Was uh, completely hot and whatnot. But, yeah. I mean, that was quite My a girlfriend. Uh, we did Pieces, which was kind of a Spanish slash Italian. <sighs> yes. Oh, dude. I loved Pieces. Pieces was yeah. a great movie. 
Um, we've also done a movie, a little uh, a movie called Black Candles. Yeah. Do you remember that one? The I do. The whole goat scene and stuff like that. I do. That's basically the Spanish sleaze movies uh, that we've done. You know, there and what? Alucarta. That was Mexican. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they spoke the same language and whatnot, but it's from a different country. By the way, Alucarta. If right now, let, let's talk about Spanish or Latino type of films. That okay. one was one of the best ones out oh, yeah. there. Okay. All right. But that was Mexican. But we are going. I like I said earlier. We I'm I'm still looking for that Spanish, the one that just blows the doors sure. off my brain. Yeah, the, the one where I'm like, this is the this is the penultimate movie. This is the sleazy, the 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 greatest sleaziest you know whatever movie that we can come up with from Spain. Yeah, is this movie that? Let's get on with the show. Let's go. All right, this we're going to be talking about Satan's Blood from 1978. IMDb gave this a 6.0, so that's a pretty high score from IMDb. Seems like it. Yeah. Um, this was written and directed by a guy named Carlos Puerto. Uh, I haven't heard of anything that he's done. I mean, I looked on his IMDb and some of his credits there. I haven't heard of anything else he's done. Uh, He sells a good bag of weed, though. Is that true? Carlos Puerto? Sure. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, man. Isn't Puerto? You get some of that stanko. Isn't that uh, like uh, Spanish for door? I don't know. Puerto? Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but. it's uh, it, yeah, it's on the uh, like the old episodes of The Love Boat. It's like, <laughs> the Puerto is over here. La Puerta. Whatever. I have no idea. Yes, I, I don't know what to I'm the Puerto. About. Listen, oh. I already ruined myself on the Skype party. Let's just get on with this stuff. On with it. Let's ho- let's hope that we can get through this. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, this movie starred uh, Angel Aranda as Bruno. Okay. Right. Sandra Alberti as Berta, or as we saw it as Mary. Okay. Yeah. That was Mary. Uh, we had uh, Mariana Carr as Anna and Jose Maria Guillen as Andres. But it's funny because we he was Andy basically in our in yeah, our yeah it, we we had the dubbed version okay I've, dude he looked like a young Rudger Hauer he was yes yeah, okay all right didn't he look familiar to you like while watching this movie you went he did, he had the kind of faces that, that was just Anna's made, boyfriend right sure, yeah they had the the the, the guy who the, you know the, the they went out to go see check out movies and shit like that it's You're like when that. Bruce Lee brought Chuck Norris over for Enter the Dragon you know it's like oh yeah the, I, I know that white guy the dragon? I know that white guy. I think you're full of shit, but whatever. Let's get on with this. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about Satan's Blood. Uh, first of all, this was a Mondo Macabro release, so you always know it's going to be good. Yeah. If it's from that uh, company. First thing I want to say is this does not waste much time getting to the evil, sexy stuff, okay? I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, before we got into this, we knew this was a sleazy Spanish movie and whatnot, and it didn't waste any time getting into it. Right. I mean, uh, we basically have a lady, the first scene, in a sheer white nighty, uh, going into a room, brought into a room, uh, with some awesomely decorated say, uh, satanic type, like, there's a big pentagram with the goat on the wall. We got the black candles. We have the big altar right there. Oh, yeah. You know? So, I mean, that's all good times. That's all fun stuff, right? They like to party. Of course they do. Um, and, and then, you know, we have her being brought in there, and then there's a, a, a bearded priest 
that's there. Yeah. A bald bearded priest. And we're not talking about bald like I'm bald, like shaved head bald. We're talking about like male pattern baldness. And Gallagher. Like, Gallagher. But the thing is, is he didn't have, like, he just had like flared out, flared out back, you know, hair on the back. If of I'm head. in, a, if I'm ever in a satanic cult. Sure. I want to be the kingpin. Well, of course you do. Because I get to rub my face on the titties oh. and the body and lay on it. <laughs> Wait, we're, yeah, we're talking about this priest. The first scene, the chick goes on the altar and he starts like totally going at her. He's ripping her shirt off, you know, and you see your titties flapping around. You see his bald head like motorboat and the thing. In fact, yeah. it, it was so much that I didn't like his bald head was there and I didn't know where the titties ended and his head began. Yeah. I mean, true. it was like three titties flapping around there. And he reminded me of a guy that I've seen in a thousand fucking movies. Sure. But I cannot picture what movie he's ever been in. But I know that, you know, looking at that a- guy. Absolutely. I, I've seen him a thousand times, but I just thought to myself, you know what? These henchmen uh-huh. that bring her in and lay her down. Uh-huh. I, and it happens in every satanic movie. <laughs> I want to be the the big greasy fucking guy that gets to motorboat her Absolutely. and lay on her yeah. and go <laughs> because <laughs> the the rest of the guys get no action. They get none. They're just there to observe. I Neil, think. It's, nine. I'm with you. I, yeah. I want to be the main, the head honcho on that yeah. one. Yeah. For sure. It's funny because, I mean, we got that guy, we got the priest, and he's motorboating, and he starts stabbing her, and he's doing her. You know, it's all a big satanic ritual. But you know what's funny? Is after that first scene, that's all we got of that whole deal. Yeah. We got nothing else for the rest of the movie. I mean, th- let me just, I, I, let me just explain. This is a great, like devil worshiping room. I mean, it's got it's got oh, yeah. all the stuff on all the walls. It's got all that. Here's another complaint that okay. I've got with satanic shit. Oh shit! Okay. I'm just saying this to the satanists. If you're listening, mm-hmm. the satanicists that are listening now. <laughs> okay. Spruce shit up. Okay, I'll buy that. I know this was 78, and I'm fine with that, sure. and I accept that. Okay. But if you want new Satanists for 2012, <laughs> spruce up those fucking pentagrams. Absolutely. Spruce shit up. Put some flowers, put some <laughs> skulls, put some butterflies. You know how the kids like the skull with the sure. butterflies behind Absolutely. it on the T-shirts? Absolutely. Do something fresh and new for the 2012ers. Yeah, it's not going to work out. But the thing is, is in this scene, there was all that satanic shit going on. Yeah. But right then, after that scene started, there was no more of that. That yeah. guy, that whole priest thing, he didn't show up in the rest of the movie. That's it. It's, it's okay. I was, listen, I didn't know it at the time. If I would have known that he didn't show back up, I would have been a little off-put, okay? Because I was hoping that the whole climax of the movie would have been some kind of thing with the with the male pattern baldness guy going at it. Yeah. But that was all we saw him. That was it. That was it. That was it. And that whole scene could have been a, okay. I'm just gonna go ahead and stop. I don't wanna I don't wanna complain too much in the beginning of this, okay? Yes. I'm gonna stop. Um anyway, um we're uh, Basically, the, the the whole scene turns. We get this whole. Oh, by the way, we're watching Satan's blood. You know, we're we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna start this movie for real. We're introduced to Anna and Andy. 
I mean, you know, a handsome couple, probably in their low 30s or something like that. Yeah, young, um, young couple. Yeah, they're looking for some action. They're going to see Star Wars. Or they're like, hey, let's go have a night on the town. Let's go see a movie. Let's go to a coffee bar. Um, you know, let's go do all sorts of fun stuff that people let's do. Let's go, yeah, let's go uh, hold hands in the park or it, something like with that. With their dog, Blackie. You know, let's, let's go. Yeah, they got Blackie. Let's go take some time. Let's just spend the day with each other. Whatever. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, the, as they're driving around, they run into a couple out driving that tells them, hey, pull over. You know, hey, let's pull over. Let's, you know, we need to say something to you. Let's, let's pull over. Let's talk for a minute. Yeah. Um, there's a couple in the other car that asked him to pull over. Uh, the couple is Bruno and Mary. Uh, Bruno claims that he and Andy were old school buddies. Of course, Andy doesn't remember Bruno. Right. Uh, but Bruno is pretty convincing because he seems to know everything about the old days. You know, hey, you know, so and so was our teacher, blah, blah, blah. Even though Andy's like, you know what? I, he wasn't the teacher. He was a headmaster. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. There was, yeah. a, there was a few inconsistencies, but he was convincing enough that, uh, that when Bruno said, Hey, why don't you follow us to our place? You know, and we'll hang out for a minute. We'll, we'll chill out. We'll, we'll have some drinks, whatever. Now in America. Yes. That is a red flag from hell. <laughs> sure it is. I don't give a shit who you are because I don't even look you in the eye when I'm standing next to you at McDonald's. Let alone have you go, hey, we went to school together. I go, yeah, big fucking deal. I don't care who you are. Am I right or am I wrong? No, I'm right with you. Or you're right because I don't give a shit who these guys are, except, except that Mary is not ugly. No, okay? not Bruno's at all. Bruno's there. Mary is not ugly. I'm like, you know what? This is a, you know, maybe he's like, you know what? I'm in a sleazy, uh, you know, time, 1978 in Spain. Follow us back to our house. I might get to see your titties. We'll have wine and cheese. And that's exactly what happens. The problem is, is they're following Bruno and Mary. It's like an hour drive. Yeah. You know, and they're, and they even think, oh shit, this is too far. What's the, what's the guy's name? Andy? Andy. Yes. Andy's kind of going, maybe we should turn around and turn back. Exactly. And then they come pulling up and go, hey, we're, it's just right up the road. And you know what? It's great. Cause the thing is, is when they show up to that place, it is a palatial, like country home, man. Oh yeah. And the thing is, is there, you know, it's gate, it's a gated house. I mean, it's like some kind of mansion or some shit. The problem is, is they drive in. There's some creepy guy manning the gate. Okay. Yeah. He's wearing a poncho, like not, not like the poncho you wear, like the rain poncho. That was, he's, he's wearing like a wild west poncho. Continue with what you're saying here, but. I'm going to bring something up. About okay. Let's hear it. So, okay. Okay. Later is what you're yes. saying. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so basically they, they show up at the house and they're, you know, doing what, uh, you know, you know, they're, they're, I guess people back, you know, and maybe it still happens, but when a couple meets a couple, they start talking and they're getting into it and whatnot. And they, you know, these people are pretty rich, obviously from the house and whatnot. Um, but, uh, you know, they pull, they pull up to there. They get in the house. It's a gorgeous interior. They're obviously rich. Bruno and Mary are obviously, obviously well off. Um, the problem is they get in there and they start talking. There's a bunch of books on the occult, right. specifically about devil worship and, uh, you know, that kind of ritual stuff yeah. like that and whatever. Anna opens the book up and she sees all these naked ladies, which on is holograms hot. and everything. Absolutely. Else. You know, which is. You know, but that's not enough of a, of a of a red flag to say, oh, let's get the shit out of here. No. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, they, you know what? Let me ask you something. 
back at, you know, a lot of times people in there, in there, they have libraries and stuff. When they're rich, you know, they just have yeah. books. And it's not like they chose these books. It's, it almost seems like these books are just there. Yeah. Okay, so she's like, yeah, I'm looking at these occult books, and yeah, shit, there's... There's a skull on the piano. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, she's you know, okay this book laying there, and they said, hey, come on back to our house. Yeah. What? Well, and, and you know, and that's not enough to, to scare them off or whatever. Who cares? It's just a lot of occult shit. What? That's just going to happen to... That, it's just it gonna, just happens. Just to happen. Um, basically, they start talking, and, uh, you know, and, and like you said, Anna started to look at this book of the occult, and, um, uh, you know, they start talking about the occult and whatnot, and they're like, you know, hey, look at this table over here. You know, yeah. that's a great table to have. Maybe some crumpets, or what do rich people have? Crumpets? Tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets, okay. Yeah. But this table doubles as an Ouija board. Yeah. Ouija. Old-timey. And, and we're not talking about, like, Milton Bradley Ouija no. boards, okay? We're talking C and 9. We're, we're talking about, like, a nice oak. Yeah. A nice, like, like totally awesome table that's a Ouija board. Yeah. Okay? And they start talking about the occult and whatever, and there's just, uh, like, all sorts of weird shit starts going on. Yeah. Um, you know, they, you know, as they're going on, they're like, hey, okay, well, you know, here's this Bruno guy. He is supposedly from, you know, from the back in the old days. Let's try to figure out who Bruno is and whatnot. Um, you know, so they start talking, and uh, we also have uh, their dog, by the way, Blackie, who yeah. starts barking furiously at this freezer. Okay. Um, I assume that there are vittles in there. Okay. Just, you know, cause dogs bark at vittles. Those begging strips. Sure. <laughs> begging! They, they freak, they sure. freak dogs out. Well, you know, and, and that is worth a German shepherd barking at that. Um, but there might be a dead body in there. I don't know yet. Um, but the thing is, is Mary, the hot blonde, scolds the dog, but she's got this deep guttural exorcisty voice. What'd she say? Be quiet. I, I don't remember exactly, but it's like, wow, okay, that's not a red flag. Okay. All I'm saying is there's tons of red flags going up. Yeah. But Andy and Anna don't seem to, like, notice anything. Yeah, they don't get it. Anyway, so, and there's also a part where Anna catches Mary going to town eating a bowl of guts. Okay. See, and they never show you what's in the bowl, but it's just uh, it's, like, she, it's like a dog bowl. Yes, it is. And, and she's, she's going, and she's eating it like a dog would yeah. eat them. And she's got blood on her face when she looks up and stuff. But you know what? That's all normal. What about okay. that that knife scene where she says, "Do you want to cut the cheese?" Yeah. I went. <laughs> Did she just say cut the cheese? I, Anna, yeah. you want to cut the cheese? I bet I'm she was. Like, I bet Anna was laughing. She's like, you know what? I'm, I'm an actress. I'm a professional. I don't laugh at fart jokes. Okay. Yeah, I know. But that's, that that's the only. That's, it was stupid, ridiculous. Sure, but whatever. I enjoyed it. Anyway, so they're going on and they're talking. The wine happens to look like blood, but whatevs. You know, <laughs> they're eating some wine and cheese. Um, they learn actually that Mary is kind of psychic. Um, you know, and maybe they, she does some parlor tricks and whatnot, and they, st- but basically that just gets them, gets them on the, uh, you know, the subject of the occult, which leads them to the Ouija board. Right. Know? So they all sit around this table, and, uh, and, you know, I'm sitting here saying, okay, well, you know, in the first of this movie, they, the Anna and Andy are going out there, they're watching Star Wars in the, in the, in the movieplex, you know. Sure. They're going to the coffee bar, and they're going to the park, and what started as a fun daytime ends, with sitting down at a Ouija board with yeah. a nice chalice with that, strangers that well, they just met, absolutely not only like two hours ago, and they're doing this whole Ouija board thing, and then Bruno starts like 
talking about, oh, great devil, oh, great evil one. Yeah. Give us, you don't come and Will give us. Will I live to be an old man? Yeah. And it's like, what, you know, he's like, father of darkness, I command thee, oh, holy, unholy one. It's like, you know, that's fine to them, whatever. Um, you know, and there's black candles, and, you know, if we've ever, if we learned anything from the movie Black Candles, we know the black candles are not good. No, okay. Of course. Whatever. What, what, what do we know? Um, anyways, uh, so they're, they're doing this whole deal. They're doing the whole, hi, we're, you know, let's, let's do the whole Ouija board thing. And by the way, I learned that, uh, Satan actually speaks Spanish. What's up, Bruno's girlfriend's name? Mary. Mary. Mm -hmm. She had the best line when he goes, well, I live to be an old man. Uh And then he got that little burning sensation on the side of his head. (laughs) Right, right. And she said something. I can't remember what it was, Uh but then he said, it was something along the lines of, so you don't make a mistake again. Right. Because something, and I was like, ooh, you know, the shit comes up. Like, like, because apparently he tried to commit suicide, but didn't succeed. And we find out later that actually Andy knew, actually knew this Bruno guy, but what he had heard is that he was actually successful at committing suicide. Yeah. We don't know what the shit's going on. Anyways, they have this fun time. Mary, or I'm sorry, Anna is actually, you know, she's doing the whole, you know, Ouija board thing and the whole devil shit and whatever. She actually starts to pass out. Yeah. You know, and she's like, oh, crap, you know, I'm passing out, whatever. But the problem is, is, you know, she, they, they fan her and stuff. And she's like, oh, I'm okay. Let's continue this devil worshiping thing that caused me to pass out. But whatever. Yeah, let's, let's keep, keep going. going. Why not? Bottom, nothing really comes out of it except for there. I mean, there's some backstory that comes out and whatnot. And you know what? We don't want to give everything about the movie away, but so, so we'll just continue. Anyway, the, the, the weather is just terrible all of a sudden. I mean, it's storming and whatnot yeah. and they can't get out of there because they, they've been on a, a dirt road for the last hour. And they're yeah. like, you know, we can't get out of here for the You don't want to get on the dirt road with the storm exactly. and the rain and the hay. So let's the stay the night. Okay. Yeah. And you know what they do? The first thing they do is Anna gets in. Uh, was it, yeah, Anna gets in the tub. Yeah. And then Andy's like, Andy. "Hi, let me show you my balls." Yeah. Okay. We see his dick and balls. I don't. Yeah. I. Okay. And then they kind of do a little splashy game, and then she gives him a blowjob, <laughs> which is okay. What are you gonna? It's, it's a like, sleazy. We're spa- in a tub. It's a sleazy. We just Spanish played Ouija board and went with these strangers <laughs> back to their house. You know, let's play splashy time, and then I'll give you a blowjob. And it, well, listen, I hope that happens to me someday. But the the, the thing is, is you know, whatever it, they 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 do the fun tubby time, and he even says something like, "Man, you know, he's." I think he's referencing the tub. This is too small for us to get into. Yeah. But you know, they stand up and they do the whole sexy time, whatever. Great. She's I love naked. She, well, like, she's not ugly. Do you really care if the tub's too small? I don't care. If there's a naked lady in the tub. No, I don't. Go, I'm telling you right now, Shane, I don't care. I'm I getting out. job of the hut. I'm, I'm climbing in that motherfucker. I'm getting so in that naked tub. lady's going, yes. bang. Anyway, so they get done with the fun tub sexy time. Yeah. They start going to sleep, you know, and they're talking back and forth, and there's all sorts of conversation going on. But all of a sudden, uh, Anna realizes, well, where's Blackie? Yeah. Where is our German Shepherd? You know, she thinks she hears him barking out there. So she's like, okay, well, I'm going to wake up. Even though Andy's asleep, I'm going to put on a robe, and I'm going to start walking around this nice palatial home. Right. Well, the help 
you know, there, there's is a that couple. What he is? Well, I assume we we I assume he's a help. He's the guy. We got the guy, the poncho guy that I assume's a help. And then we got some hobo looking guy who may. I or thought he was like a burglar that was in there for absolutely no reason. <laughs> I assumed he was a help because I we'd seen him before in the movie, but he didn't really play a big role or any. You know, or, you know, so he was just there, man. He was just in yeah, the thing. He just seemed to kind of be sneaking around the house. To run in a state like that, you need the help. Okay. Well, the problem is, is that she's walking around the house. The help tries to rape her. Yeah. Which is a problem for her, which it should be. Right? Okay. And she does what all rape victims should do. Yeah. And kicks him in the fucking ding dong. And that <laughs> seems to fucking calm the situation. He gets a kick in the balls and yeah. she makes it back to the room and she gets Andy and they both go to try to figure out what's going on and who the F is trying to rape my wife and who did I kick in the balls and whatnot. Uh, yeah. they, it's funny because as they're both walking around, they open a door and there's Bruno and Mary in a room oh, and they're, yeah. you know, where they were earlier, they're nude and kneeling on a pentagram. Okay. Yeah. He's praying to Satan. It's like a big twister pad, but it's the pentagram on it. And yes. they are partying. Oh, dude. You know, it's fun times. What are you going to do? And it's almost like at this point, they kind of injured into a trance. They kind of watch for a minute. Yeah. But the woman comes up and Mary comes up and touches their head. She talks in a bunch of different voices. Um, they're all just kind of walking up. You know, stock, walking down to the pentagram, they get stripped down and greased up, baby. All in this trance. Satanic oil. There's just oil. A, yeah, there's Satanic. a lot of greasing going on in this movie. Did we mention that? Tons of greasing going on. Pretty all right in my book. <laughs> um, listen, I need to get myself a pentagram rug because if you can grease naked hot chicks, I, I just need to bring that home. Okay. Hell yeah, you do. The thing is, this, and then all of a sudden, some freaky shit goes on. I mean, we got we got some orgy shit going on at this point. Some we got satanic. Some pen. Oh, oh yeah. We got. First of all, I like one of the scenes where they're all like kneeling up, and they're like they're like uh, you know all kneeling right there, and they're they're like split up. It's like Andy, Mary, Bruno, you know. Yeah. Where, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is some good time. And they spent a ton of time did in you that see orgy the scene. Pen? I did. See Not the, the Sean Penn and his brother. I'm talking about the double pen on Anna. Yes. I saw. Listen, see, one thing that you've on got. On the satanic. One uh, thing that you've got to give ground. to Satanists is they love their kinky, sexy times. Yeah. Okay. You got to. Yeah. Sex, you can talk sh all the shit you want about Satanists, but yeah. they love their sexy times. They And they like do it right. And time. they do it up right. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to say any more, but there was a whole, like, 20 minutes of this freaking... Yeah. And we're talking about, let's throw chicks on, the, on the, like, a little, like, makeshift altar we got, and let's grease her up, and let's touch her mom's pubis. We yeah. Get, we get a lot of, like, like up close, like, like fur burger... The show oh, yeah. Where you got like the, the razor burn and shit like that. It's like, whoa. See, now what? that's a good movie when you can see that. If you, if you've got burger in there, but yeah. you can see the razor burn. There's still some razor burn. That is some good movie. In well, it. and it, you know, it's like all sexy time. That's a good director that goes, I need to get in there close <laughs> on that. And you know, it's fine. What are you going to do? Okay. I mean, that, I mean, that's just basically where all this shit also, you know, always leads. And then people start cutting themselves and, uh, you know, all sorts of weird shit like that, you know. Um, and then we find out that this rapist dude 
that was you know you know there from the the, the earlier scene is peeping yeah. in on the whole the whole thing going on, and then we get the poncho dude taking him out. I don't really know what the what why that was in there, but it was. So there yeah. you go. There's a lot of scenes in this movie. It's like, oh, that's a cool scene, but why in the hell was it even in this movie? Yeah. Who gives a shit? You just gotta let that go, okay? It's Satan's blood. as you do. Well, anyway, uh, Anna and Andy make it back to their bedroom after the whole sexy satanic party, and they're going to sleep. But you know, we have a we have a whole dream sequence with a creepy doll with blood on its face. Yeah, that that doll creeped me the fuck. I don't know what that is about, like dolls. Oh yeah, I mean something where you feel like you're asleep, laying in bed, and something <laughs> standing at your goddamn right, door. Right, dude. And that creepy little doll. That was there a in the weird ass doll. It's too. weird and creepy. It was, you know, it was. I mean, that was that doll. I mean, they'd seen it before when they were checking out, you know, the the books and the first scene. And by the way, I forgot to mention that in that first scene, well, not the first scene, but in the scene where they show up to the 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 house at the beginning, there was a picture of of uh, supposedly Bruno and Andy, you know, but from back in the day. But it yeah. had their current address on the back of the picture. Right. Dum dum dum. Right. Yeah. You know. Okay. Creepy. Whatever. But anyway, so. The thing is, we have this really creepy dream sequence. It's really cool and whatnot. But they wake up the next day, and they're like, holy shit, we need to get the F out of here. Okay? We just need to go. Yeah. But They so, finally yes. decide, you know what? We need to go. And it's funny because they wake up the next day, and they don't really even ever. We just had a satanic orgy with these guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need to go. And the, the thing is, is the next day they don't even really say, Hey, by the way, that was wild last night, right? Yeah. They're just like, Hey, you know, this is a normal day. You know, what, what's going on? It's, you know, what, I think even Andy says, Well, hold on. I got to take a shower. Right. Again, it's like, no, you get the F out of it. Yeah. And Anna goes, we got to go. <laughs> the brother. Problem, and the thing is, is they're taking off. There's nobody at this place. Nobody's home. Yeah. They go out to their car, but guess what? Car's gone. The car is gone, man. Ain't that about a bitch? Well, and here's the thing. I don't know how much more of the movie story that we want to get into. I would say save that delicious chunk because the, I mean, the end. there's a lot. There's a lot more fun stuff. There's some. Oh, by the way, what the shit? There, holy crap! So this guy is that what? You know, and yeah. there's even a nice twist at the end. Yeah, yeah, I like that little twist. At the and end. you know, but but the basically the movie itself is. Kind of a hi. By the way, this this satanic uh, or Satan's blood. We're gonna show you some titties. We're gonna show you some fur burger and even razor burn mons pubis. We're gonna show you a satanic orgy oil down. That's gonna uh, happen. And that's really, in my opinion, what it was all about. Yeah. There was some storylines here and there. There, you know, we even got some kills and there was some gore and there was this and that. And we even, you know, blacky dies the whole dog and there's a whole weird thing going on but i don't think we need to give this whole movie away yeah because that's basically what happens the the rest of the movie is all about if you know what they're what they try to do with to escape yeah what i do know about this movie is that that whole first scene with the with the priest and all that stuff that they didn't have shit to do with the rest of the movie which kind of bummed me out because it's like they had this whole satanic thing set up and they didn't really explore it. We did have the whole orgy pentagram rug type right. deal, but 
There wasn't. I mean, and we did learn about. Oh, by the way, ooh, is Bruno dead? Is he alive? Ooh, is Mary dead? Is she alive? Ooh, that's really intriguing. I really thought that professor because they kept bringing his name right. up so many times. Right, absolutely. Bradbury, Brad, Brad, Brad. He, he wasn't or a teacher. He was a blah blah blah. Yeah, right. You know, and I, I thought, oh man, somewhere that's coming back because he, yeah, they kept going, well, man, that is really stinking with me. Yeah, no, because he says that no, you know, didn't. Professor fucking Barn Barn was the. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no. no, this wasn't as deep as I would have hoped. And it didn't go into as much mythos or, or satanic type of stuff. It was basically all about Bruno and Mary and their whole deal. So and we don't even really know what happened at the end. But you don't know what happened at the well, end? Well, we do know what happened, but we don't know why it happened. Oh. We don't know how exactly, you know, that twist. Sure, in. sure. How, how did it go from... You know, Andy and, and Anna there to all of a sudden they're they're where they end up at the very yeah very yeah end sure part. sure. Well, what did you think about the movie? I enjoyed the shit out of it. <laughs> I mean, I really did, dude. I enjoyed it. I it is a total high buy for me, dude. This it was only eighty one minutes long. Yeah, so I mean, it wasn't a total. I could see this being a remake that would be awesome if they played it out completely mm-hmm. the way they did. You know, and, and, and change some of those slow bits up sure. or whatever. And even leave, you know, Brad Pitt for the weirdo that's kind of <laughs> hanging out in the house sure. or whatever. Sure. But I mean, I enjoyed the shit out of it. I'm I watched you. it twice. I'm, oh, you did? Really? Yeah, I watched it on Tuesday and then I watched it again on Thursday. No way. Yes, it draws. It, there there are slow, slow bits and sure. shit in there. And it, it, the thing I is- love that twist. I love these movies with the twist at the end. You've got to realize, though, this is 1978. Yeah. And this is a sleazy Spanish movie. You know, there's a lot of new Next to Tons a la carta. Of- yes. This is the best satanic thing we've I'm, done so far. I am with you. This blows away Baba Yaga. Yeah. This blows away uh, Blood Splatter Bride. And I love her. That. I just, you know, and thing, I love Blood Splatter Bride. I do, too. I, th- I thought that was great, and I thought she was beautiful, and she's still my lady. But <laughs> satanic-wise, this is right there. In my Ella opinion, Carta. this is what I was hoping that Black Candles was going to be. You know, the, my, exactly. my only issue with this is, is that we did have the whole pomp and circumstance in that whole first scene. We had yeah, all of the ritual. We had all of those, you know, the, the, the cool things set up. We had the, the crazy per, uh, priest. We had the weird looking guys in robes. And I swear to God, that balding fucking guy. Yeah. I'm going to put a picture on the group okay. as soon as I can figure out who he is. Cause you're going to go. Oh my God, he's been in a thousand fucking movies. He probably movies. has. The and I'm not talking about that guy, but no, no, he no, no. reminds know me exactly of someone that I've seen in a thousand major motion pictures. I, I t- you know what? You are, you're preaching to the choir. I know exactly what you're saying. And I was just it's like, not, oh, that's, it's not necessarily that, him, know. but it's that bald guy with the crazy hair. Yeah. With the, with the crazy beard. Yeah. Who's some kind of evil doer. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm with you on that. This movie, I, oh man, I really, really wish they would have gone more. You know, they did. Oh, well, first of all, let me say, they did go pretty cool, uh, pretty in deep the mythos with Bruno and with Mary. And there yeah. was all sorts of weird stuff. And, you know, we did get some, some, uh, you know, death. And then there was, ooh, somebody's back to life. Oh, what the hell's going on? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and there was a good story. I just really wish. That we got deeper into the whole satanic ritual type. Thing. Yeah, it didn't get that deep into it. It kind of just stayed in that house and, yeah. and everything. But 
I thought it would be an. I mean, honestly, I uh-huh. thought this would make an awesome remake. No, I and I totally agree with you. The, the only problem with the remake is, is that if they were to do that much nudity, they wouldn't have the fur burger. And you know, they're not going to have big actresses do it. Oh, oh, dude, absolutely. Not. You're going to get some hot. But dude, if if they just went scene for scene, and just remade that, I think it'd be entertaining as hell. At also, the, at, at the most, I mean, you're not getting no, creeped out by dude, it. But. I, yeah, well, it wasn't very scary. At no, all, but it was. I mean, the thing is, is it wasn't scary. But I don't know if it was about that. It was about the satanic stuff. It was about the look and feel of the movie. I mean, I love. Like I said with EZO, it's like you know what? If if you're into this kind of thing, the you know the this is the late '70s. It had that awesome country home, which yeah. was gorgeous. And you, you know, know whole even, even feel, though it's '70s. Those chicks look pretty dang good. Well, those well the chicks were unbelievable. Anna remind me a little bit in the face of Fiona Apple. Okay, did I, she remind you like no, in the I never eyes? Of that, area? But, I, but I see what you're saying. But, but I just love that kind. I love this era of movie. I love the ladies with the real boobs. You yeah, know, and the whole thing. I just oh my gosh, I just love it so and much. I, and I'm glad that I didn't get to see Bruno's wing wing. Yeah, we did see Andy's wing wing a lot. Though. Yeah, you know. A couple, well, couple shots. Well, out. There was like one shot taste. of his nuts yeah, from you, the back end. And you whatnot. saw the whole fruit basket. Like, yeah, the fruit bowl. Uh, you know, but I'm glad Bruno was just kind of sitting there in like a Indian position sure. going, hey. You yeah. Know. <laughs> it's funny how weak he looked with his clothes off, but how menacing he looked when he was wearing clothes. kind of like he had one of those uh, hair pieces on He top. did. He did indeed. All I know is, is you know, with this... I am a sucker for this era. I'm a sucker for this kind of look. I'm a sucker for the satan, the silly, sleazy, satanic yeah. movies. And just like with EZO, I think if you're into that too, you're going to love this movie. And I think so. I mean, I enjoyed the shit out of it. You know, I do put this up with Alucarda. I don't think it's quite as good as Alucarda, but I put it up in that same kind of class. Uh, you know, I mean, it's really interesting stuff. Not really mind blowing or anything really new, but it's a pretty solid movie, man. Um, let's see, what what do I got here as far as notes go? Uh, the sleaze is great. They had a ton of nudity. Like I said, I wish there was some more satanic nudity. Um, the beginning scene, that first scene, sets such a high bar that as I was watching, I was like, "Oh, where, when's that guy coming back?" Whatever, yeah. and it never kind of reached that. You know, never kind of reached. Yeah, that they kind of cut that. Oh uh, yeah, it didn't have anything to do with the movie. But I'm not. I I love that scene. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I just wish they had a little bit more of it. Um, but this is uh, this whole episode has been about my personal taste. I feel like I with EZO, that '80s hair metal sound. This is the sleazy satanic movies from the seventies. I love it. I understand that not everybody does, but I give this one a buy, man. Yeah, I, mean, I give this one a high buy. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is, is this one's a pretty. I mean, it's a Mondo Macabro. It's out there. Um, there wasn't a lot of extras on this DVD that we saw. I went through them. I mean, a lot of it's just kind of fluff and whatnot. But this movie is fun times to me. It's a good. I story. know this will never be a. You know, hey, let's get right on it. But yeah. I would love to see this remade. Oh, yeah. And if they could do it like, hey, here's 2013 version right. of this without raping the shit out of it and ruining it. <laughs> sure. And just redoing it. Yeah. I'd love to see it. I would, I would too. I would, I would hope that they would still kind of take, um, you know, take into consideration the the awesome atmosphere, the locations, yeah, stuff like that. All if of they it. did it that way, even that old timey Ouija board, everything. Don't that, we, 
That Jerk, Ouija board, up. That Ouija board was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie because it's like, oh my gosh, that is that looks legit, man. Using that goblet. Yeah. No, we use this. Oh, it you looks know, awesome, man. Yeah, dude, it's like don't jerk things up and turn it into teeny bopper. Sure, make a delicious remake for you know Listen, people that I'm going gonna be to honest enjoy with you, it. I don't need a remake. I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. Sure. If I want to go back, I'm gonna watch this one again. If they yeah. did remake it, I, of course I would. Check I've it watched out. it twice. I'll watch it again. There you it's go. in my repertoire. What repertoire? Yeah. There you go. Awesome. No, this is a good movie. Next, I think next episode, it's funny because uh, we can't have a sleazy movie for, for next episode. I think we're doing Bad Biology, yeah. which is a Frank Henenlotter, which yeah, is the oh, guy yeah. who did Frank and Hooker. Yeah. Oh, this next one coming up is going to be wild. I'm learning my shit. <laughs> Hanging Dude. with you, I'm learning my how, my uh, horror movie well, you know, shit. All I'm saying is Frank Henenlotter's got some shit. Yeah. And it's awesome, and it's unlike anything you've ever seen, but... All I'm saying is, is this movie is sleazy as shit, and now we're going to see a sleazy movie, but from the last five, six years. What was that question of the episode? The question of the episode, to call in, by the way, uh, the, 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 the bone phone to call this in is 206-339-2730. Um, the, the, the question of the episode is, what is the last horror movie that you've actually been excited to see in the, in the theater? Okay, I already, I already know my answer. I'm, obviously, I'm going to save it for next episode. But yeah. uh, other than that, do you got anything? I've got nothing. I'm spent. I had a good time. Lauren did a good job. She did a great job, even though you know she's probably upset because we didn't like get into the movie as much. We just kind of took the took the time while the movie was on to bullshit and whatever. With yeah, it was guy. it was more of a kind of a social. It was fun though, man. I had a great time. Oh man, Katie and <laughs> Alan so and. Dan and Jamie. And oh, dude, it was so much fun, man. Krug. I had, I had a great time. Good times. <laughs> but, Stace. Oh, dude. Creepy Kitsch. Well, I, 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 I had fun. I, I would love to do that again. I hope Lauren doesn't hit our guts after that. But, well, but she'll forgive us. She'll, I, I hope she will. I hope she, she did will. a great job. She did. Hey, what? she rounded us up. And she she got us. She corralled us. It's funny because as we're on that, as we're watching that movie all together, all of a sudden I'm looking over and I was like, I cannot believe this movie's already over. Yeah, we had such a good time that it's like, wow, it was a party. It was, it was fun times, man. That's all. That's all. Really, I guess all I have to say about the whole evening. It was a wonderful evening. What, what a way to cap off such a great week for me. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Sweet so tater. I guess that's it. So uh, from the Corpse Cast, we will check you guys later. See ya.